0: Oh, my God, look at this. Those are $100 bills. I bet it's drug money. You know, what if this guy's a dope dealer? We're just like Robin Hood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Toast. Toast. (laughs) <laughs> you about? That is
2: the most random Bing Rames uh, <laughs> quote I've ever heard. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on? What's, what's the toast? What's the happening? From that's from Mission uh, Impossible. Yeah, Mission yeah, Impossible.
1: Yeah, the sound detector. You know, that's oh, the- yeah, okay. can't go over a certain yeah. amount of yeah. decibels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's just that's all he says. Toast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was a good movie. Oh that was yeah. a great movie. Yeah, we talked about
2: that a couple pots ago. Go back. Fascinated with films. Check it out. <laughs> it, was the se- it was the action sequence uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. pod. Yeah, we talked about Oh, when it he comes through the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, how was everyone this week? Justin. Went someplace fun. Oh yeah, Did on you? Monday. Yeah, I went to. So you uh, don't have Facebook, so you don't get see all <laughs> the fun stuff. I went Th- to. I'll uh, try to survive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, that is the good thing with Facebook. You can see what's <laughs> happening in people's lives with actual. I you know, have actually no desire happening. to see what other people are doing. <laughs> yeah. li- well, I'll, I'll
1: just tell you anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you can tell me now, but I don't want. I don't want to go online to find out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I uh, so one of my favorite uh, music artists is Big Boy from Outcast, uh-huh. and so uh, weird I had no E-O idea it was from, It,
2: it would have really helped me years ago if I knew he was the guy from Outcast. Oh, really? That was with uh, what's one his of name? Them. Andre. Uh, Andre. See, yeah, I knew Andre was in it, but I I never knew the other guy. Right. And I've he, heard him mention Big Boy so many times, and I just never. Hall street cred is down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, he, it just went up a bump. I just I, up up. Up. Yeah, I just, he brought, just uh, bucked it up. I <laughs> uh, just bucked yeah. up because I know who OutKast is. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah. So he just dropped a new album called Boomaverse. Uh, boomiverse yeah instead of universe um, <laughs> I figured that yeah and uh, <laughs> so he was going on tour so on my birthday which we did a pod on my birthday you should go back and check out um, I bought tickets that morning so oh I, really I, yeah, that's so, I finally, so this yeah. is your birthday present yeah, to yourself exactly so nice. what, it was like uh, where was it uh, it was in Jacksonville at uh-huh. the uh, 1904 um, I don't know that. Man, correctly.
2: you should pull up the picture of how close you were to uh, Dave. Yeah. I yeah. mean, literally, he says close to me to you. Yeah. Like, or, or me uh, to I Justin. Mean,
1: it, yeah, it was, it <coughs> was so cool,
2: oh, man. From the it was one of those small clubs which you really nice. love going yeah. to. And, and it's
0: funny to see – I like to see – like I like to see artists in smaller clubs. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that, rather – oh, oh, yeah. The I the like, was telling Metallica you. in, in – Gigantic arenas. Yeah, you got to like, watch on the screen. If you got to watch them on the screen. But I didn't even know. know what song they were playing half the time until half right. the song was over.
1: So he posted a
2: picture. I always that's post, on his Instagram. Yeah,
1: right? I always post pictures of Big Boy on my oh, stuff. Oh, this is on him. Yes. he posted a picture of me on his. Yeah. How nice. cool is that? Because that's right? a great
2: picture too. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. My
1: hand seems to be on fire for some. Yeah, it reason. does yeah, look yeah, like yeah. you're giving him a flaming thumbs up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they go <going> viral. Yeah,
3: <laughs> guy with this guy, like boy, so much <laughs> gives big boy that thumbs up. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I was telling yeah. Justin though that we had gone to a lot of like the smaller Cubs when we saw the <laughs> Bostones all those times or uh, Eve Six or even uh, even the
0: Def uh, Leppard one. Oh, because that was, a, that was my first. They concert kind I of like to. blocked out all the
2: top seating, so it was general admission. It was
0: general admission. And we got super lucky. We got, well, we, we got didn't go on early. the floor. We got there early. We got early. Oh yeah, I was the first yeah. one in line. But we, so got, we got there like
2: three hours early and yeah. stood in line with
0: the other fanatics. We, got, yeah. we
2: found a spot
0: that had a railing mm-hmm. in the like right in front of the stage. Yeah, and just posted That's, up there. I yeah. did the same thing. I was Almost the first like person
1: that. in line. I walked in. I got two bottles of water, and I went and I stood there for like two hours right up at the front of the stage. Yeah. I mean, I chit-chatted with a couple of people, but I went by myself and had a freaking blast.
2: And there's man. some concerts where you expect that you should be able to get in there, work your way up, and get some good seats and everything. Yeah. That Def Leppard, we should have... there? Uh, you drive home? Oh,
1: I drove home. Yeah. I, and see, that's the thing, is I had a chance to meet up with him and get another picture. I've met him twice, you know? That's awesome. Um, And I really wanted to do it, but I had to drive home, yeah. man. And I stood in line for like 25 minutes, and he hadn't come back yet. And I was just He's got like, "Stuff
0: to do, man." I know, I know <laughs>
1: and he did do it too when he uh, when he left the stage and came back for the for the encore. He was crocked out. He smelled <laughs>
2: delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was an awesome show. What, so what were you gonna say about Death Leopard? Oh, those were seats that we should not even have gotten. That good of seats, we should because have. that concert was like it was in the round with the laser light show yeah, and everything, and the it stage was, was yeah. spinning. This was oh, a in a circle, That's awesome.
0: yeah. so you got to see each member. In front of you at one point, it was my. Was it was the first
2: concert I ever saw, and it blew me away. I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. seen a concert as good as that uh-huh. uh, than my first one. Yeah, uh, I saw. Uh, I love Def Leppard though. It's they they secretly did like a... my my two favorite bands are Iron Maiden and Def Leppard. They couldn't be any more opposite like, of who. they I don't know are, if you remember the them.
0: encore, but so they went away. Yeah.
2: Then they threw the lights off.
0: Yep. Smoked the hell out of the place. Right. Filled it with lasers, and then they started playing like God's of War, like under the stage. Yeah. Like, oh and wow. They, they played this like five-minute interlude leading up to it, just the main riff notes over yeah. and over again with the clips of yeah. Reagan going through the sound speakers. They never came on stage for five minutes. They yeah. stayed under there and did yeah. that.
2: But eventually, when the verse kicked in, they came yeah. up. Oh, and like wow. threw the bright lights out wow. and screamed. Oh. oh, my God. What I remember is how it started. Because they were all on stage, and there was a huge black curtain covering, oh, covering around the a, stage. Did they have uh, 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 that
0: movie quote? Oh, something was Punk, going on.
2: I know you five... Oh, I didn't realize they were playing the Dirty Harry. I yeah, think it was Dirty Harry. And but then they started playing music and it waited a good couple seconds and then the curtain just drooped. <laughs> oh, like like yeah. it was almost like it was weighted. Yeah. Dropped, and then the laser light started oh, and wow. they kicked like, in, and I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. Like, That's a rock show. Yeah. That's not
0: just a concert. That's a rock show. Yeah, 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 we yeah. went and saw Metallica and they were boring. boring. Uh-huh.
2: And we went with your girlfriend at the time who was wearing like uh she was wearing like the purple flamingo shirt, and everyone didn't <laughs> yeah. care. It was like I had a similar experience on um, uh, when I saw Moby Purple. Moby and Bush together. And when people were when Moby was playing, no one stood up. Everyone sat down. There wasn't a hate single person. Oh, where people would sit down. Uh, I does. don't mind sitting down at times, Whoa. but uh, uh, certain bands, you know, you gotta get into it. But yeah. But then granted the uh, when Bush came on everyone stood up and mm-hmm. uh, it was a bit bigger uh show but, Moby at least get props yeah. out? I don't
3: didn't know. you say I don't people, think did you didn't you say people give him a golf clap. Didn't you go to
0: a show where the opening band was great and they got booed the hell off stage because the band after them was
2: a di- totally different crowd. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that was me. The opening that story band was sounds better. Sounds familiar. <coughs> I've had opening bands just as good. Like when we saw Corn before Megadeth, and no one knew who Korn was, oh, yeah, yeah. and then Korn was actually in the audience with us, standing next to us, oh, different awesome. members of the band, because yeah. they just wanted to see Megadeth play, right, that's yeah. how early they were, That's cool. but man. we sat there making fun of them, I was like, who names their band Korn, man, yeah, that's so freaking stupid, man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just remember,
0: I remember our band, uh, Frozen Cobra, we had our own sound system, mm-hmm. so Mo Rodriguez would always use us to to have... You probably came to some shows at the front room at the Florida Theater in Gainesville. Oh, yeah, 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 It yeah. only held like 60 people. Yeah. So if you got 30 in there... It made it look like... Even you. Brick City when we saw... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brick City was a little better, but this was so... But they would... He would call us to open up for everybody because we had the sound system. He didn't have to rent one. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. I'll give you a show, just bring you sound yeah. system. Yeah. And we had... This, Ken that came and used to run a horse, but they used to have us open up for all these uh, ska bands. And oh, really? <laughs> and I felt so bad for the people watching us. Right, like, yeah. We were you, like you, a grungy post-grunge yeah, band. Yeah. They, <laughs> those cross a little bit, though, vague. because and a
3: lot
2: of... Uh, if we had been punk, we'd have gotten accepted. Yeah, but we, yeah, were,
0: yeah. we were more like needling post-grunge <laughs> metal <laughs>
1: people. You know what a uh, a great song of all time is? Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> this is all totally the yeah. opening we should have had At the beginning of the, uh, the music uh, oh, Score yeah, right? episode
2: yeah. Which we are going to do in some the future cutting, man. I'll, make sure I, I'll make sure I go to another Drop concert. all your picks, we're doing movie scores <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, I don't think I could do a I, could, I do. could do
0: a, no I mean without thinking about it first no. Yeah that's yeah. something you're going to have to think about We probably. should do that one time uh, You bring, right.
2: you. Well that's what we were just
0: talking about that's you, tell weird. you show up and say Today's topic is this and see where we wild go with card. it.
2: Well, that's what Justin had uh, uh, said we should do a wild card episode wild where card? we just go around the thing and you just think, what what, what movie, movie you want pops to talk in about? Your head? Yeah. What, what movie pops you in your head do you want to talk about? <laughs> I, it? Know.
0: I haven't talked enough about Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the Vietnam scene yeah. Yeah. that they <laughs> cut out of the original I movie. would go And I'll totally do animal. the dialogue. I
2: would be doing like Drop Dead Fred oh, and yeah. K.B.'s Big Adventure. And we just, we, did we that. just did that. It's wild card. I can talk about can all right, today we're not doing a wild card. <coughs> today we actually have a specific what we uh, thing. This is an exciting category here, and it was hard for me. And... Uh at first, I was thinking, should we do, it? this is 90s thrillers, but I was thinking, should we do 80s thrills? 80s thrills is almost as exciting, man. I, I, I have a list for 80s thrills already, huh. too, uh, for when we do do it, uh, because there was a lot of things on here, uh, because most of my picks on here go early 90s. I don't know what you, the dates are on your guys' list. I think I looked at yours, and yours looked like late 90s. Late 90s. Mine was early 90s, so I much say so that I thought a lot one of... one except one. Interesting. So, yeah, I definitely went early 90s, uh, pre-94, but I was this was when I was going to the movies all the time, too, because I between 90 and 94, I went to see absolutely everything. By the way, uh, Justin,
0: I just got your thrillers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a segue. I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, what the hell was he trying to say? So I'm awesome. sorry. I didn't to, I, I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he set me up so perfect, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Good job. Uh, he wanted to give you props. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you? Uh, thrillers is always a great subject for me because it's one of those things I mentioned in the last pod that it kind of falls between genres. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that it's it's not. It could be a drama. It could be it a horror movie. It could lines. be action movie. Right. Really, uh, not as much comedy. I, I suppose there are probably some comedy thrillers you could pull uh, pull thriller? out of your ass. But what's that one? Like, like Beverly Hills Cop, Hines? maybe yeah, what about what Gregory was, Hines and, and uh, Running, scared? Yeah. running really scared. scared. yeah, yeah. So if they if it's a comedy action, I guess that, there's a certain level of thriller that yeah. that is to it. Beverly Hills Cop I could think I could yeah. see that being on there but uh, 48 hours uh, I don't think he, any of us picked any comedy Death Wish uh, on there absolutely <laughs> did you watch a lot of uh, was the 90s like a big year in the movies for you did you go to the movies a yeah, lot in the 90s yeah
1: I, um, and it's funny I, I actually I remember one time like one of my friends you know saying oh such and such about this movie and they were like Oh, just ask him. He sees every movie that comes out. He yeah, knows oh, all right. about, you know, so like the well, 90s. This is your teenage years, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's what yeah, I yeah, yeah. say. That was when I started to get that independence. Yeah, I know? was 15
2: so, to 25 between mm-hmm. the 90, uh, the 90s, you yeah. know. And uh, that might have been your big year too, though, in the 90s. You probably went to more movies in the 90s. It's weird. You think of it say- and you think 80s immediately because that's what you grew up with. But we went to the movies a lot in the mm-hmm. 90s because you were in Port Charlotte. Andrew and I saw every movie that was out there. Yeah. See that's what I'm saying, and a lot of times you saw it before me because you were an opening night guy. I remember, remember we passed each other, uh, going to the Star- <laughs> going to the Star Trek movie. Oh, nice! Uh, and you actually had seen it did before I me, it Star me? Trek <laughs> Six. No, you <laughs> should have said he dies. Yeah, he I know, right. <laughs> Just not tell him who dies. You might have actually joked about something like that, but you had gone to the. Uh, you I saw me. I coming know in. I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, You were uh, constantly going to see, like I remember you had seen uh, what Wayne's World several times in the
3: theater. But I
0: also remember I used to get movie stub tickets from you because Andrea's mom would ask for a ticket. She didn't think she was going where she said she was going. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so, so Paul would have Movie stubs That you couldn't quite Tell the date on Right like, yeah. it stayed in his pocket just rub For a them few off. days yeah, just, yeah You could go like Rub them off I used to save bit. all those he yeah. I still had. And know. I would come uh, yeah. to him And I'd say Listen I need I need a
2: movie I still save stub. my concert ones <laughs> And she gave her mom Probably half a dozen Of That's movies. funny That's Matt, awesome. Remember how dumb Matt was at the time He was uh, He ended up telling mom That he had seen Because uh, he was doing The same thing He was saying He was going to theater But he wasn't And uh, he had only Really seen a couple movies So uh- Eventually, we realized that he did not go see Home Alone 14 That's times. That's right. <laughs> because he kept saying Home Alone. He yeah. loves that movie, yeah. man. But it was, was going for he that did promise. like the first one. So he yeah. did, but not 14 <laughs> times. Oh. <That's laughs> Maybe awesome. three times. That's great. Uh, I wasn't lying. I wanted to go to the movies, man. Do
0: yeah. <laughs> you know what the weird thing is? Is <clears throat> and When I look back in the 90s, I kind of always like, roll my eyes internally. Really? Mm. Because, because I'm like, oh, man, that that time period but then when you go back yeah, and look, that was my i, I know but then when you then. go back and look at the music and you look at the oh, movies yeah, and you look at of that was like, a good decade why am i afraid i guess because of you know smash mouth and stuff like that Shit, i love those bands
2: love, body wants to <laughs> just be an all-star david's cool. yeah. hey i man, don't know you're an all-star get just, your
1: game on Get paid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, there was a conflicting era because it went from every grunge and everything being serious. And I don't want to right. back on music. But, yeah. uh, like, I, there's mu- mm. the music is all yeah. in all those movies. And then in, towards the end, you it know. It became a little boppier. Yeah, it became a lot but more But I liked it. I and, liked yeah. the Sugar Ray and I those wonders. I did not mind at all.
2: And we and went to a- one of the best concerts we probably oh, had ever yeah, been yeah. to in the late 90s, me and Dave. It was uh, on the sun. It, it was. <laughs> it was about a hundred and. It was in the middle 5, of the Atlantic Motor Speedway. Atlanta, Motor oh, Speedway. Wow. Atlanta yeah. Motor Speedway, and, which uh, holds it was like a the center. Oh wow. Which holds one hundred and twenty thousand, and it was one hundred and eight thousand people, people there. Just I think just on the infield. It was the That's biggest insane. concert of the year. The Mosses of rock. It, it was the second biggest concert of the year because the first one was that Woodstock. It was the first yeah. revival of Woodstock. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. So that but this one had. name off some of the bands live. We saw. We saw live Collective Soul. Offspring, Better Mighty Mighty Ezra. Boston, Better Than Ezra, Everlast, Third Eye Blind, uh, Third Eye Blind uh, what, the one uh, we just the, mentioned, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray. Uh, the new
0: Radicals, yeah, the one k- guy that used to be in the hip hop band and he started a that was
2: Everlast, Everlast, okay. yeah, 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 it was really amazing. It was a it great was concert. a great
0: show. The, my favorite song of the whole day. We went to get cover under the shelter because oh, remember how hot yes. it, was? It, was, it was? They were super shooting hot. people with. The fire Mr. hoses and stuff. Yeah, they were. No, wow. or, or the, the misting department. tents oh were too. God. They did have misting they had missing tents. tents, but they got to critical mass. They were pulling. Oh, the best they looked band like a Michael there. Jackson concert. They were just like passing passed out people over there. the best oh, band
2: there is. Where I got kicked in the head. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Silver yeah. chair. Sarah. Do you remember Silver Chair? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, the they frog were so stomp The out. Frog Stomp. Mm-hmm. Man, they out. were huge back then. But we didn't know who they were, and we were working our way to the front of the crowd to get to see the Bostons because we were always huge Boston fans. I've seen them probably five times. You've probably seen them five or six times. So we wanted to get front row for the Stones. Uh but right before the Boston <laughs> like sixth bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I well if you fun, wouldn't yeah. believe with hundred thousand people there. If you're like you can see the stage, you're in a good position. If oh, we yeah. were in a great position. We moved our way up Scary, there. Scary though. Uh, yeah. But that's what the problem was, is we didn't realize how heavy Silver chair was. Yeah. You and got people your went Row. nuts. Mm-hmm. We were going crazy in Dave. Dave, yeah, I got I got uh, kicked a couple times, but Dave's friend uh, Brandon, who's super tall, eventually put his arms over my head. Oh wow and we, we were like, We gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah we moved out of there and then we lost our great seats but yeah. but but so I heard my favorite
0: song we sat in the beaches and third eye blind played um
2: van halen played it? van halen yeah. cover oh nice which one was it ain't talking about love yeah you're talking about love oh, nice. just fucking just killed it, it. killed yeah. it i was like who's that who's any who ben was it that played it third eye blind third eye blind no you huh. know i think it was uh you sure it wasn't uh, uh collective soul no, it was Third Eye uh, Boy. Because Collective Soul did a uh, cover, too, that was really they good. I can't remember. probably did. That. All right, anyways. We are way up.
0: It must way be 90s, We love the 90s, is <laughs> <it?
2: laughs> We're
0: just going to get right into it. All right, it.
1: jump in. Anyway, that, that's the be, way to get you it. you got to make up, like, ten Here minutes. we go. Number five on my list. <laughs> Skip five. Go to four. <laughs> <laughs> number one on my list.
3: <laughs> All right, go uh, ahead. What you so, got?
1: number five was actually, uh, portions of it were shot here locally. Oh, nice. uh, we've got uh, Keanu Hollywood. Reeves. No, no, no. That wasn't That was true. Um, Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino. Oh, uh, yes. Where you you going with this one? Charlize Theron. I I always mess up her name. Uh, Devil's Advocate. Yes. And uh, Love Devil's Advocate. I read the book Rob oh, before I saw the movie. Yeah. Oh nice. The complete before, different, right? ending. Yeah, oh, totally really? different ending. Totally different ending. But but still satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean I you know, being born and raised here, I you know, once we found out like We're on the map, baby. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I instantly was like, I'm going to see this movie, you know, and I'm glad I did it. was an awesome movie. You we're know? in Gainesville, Florida. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't know. <laughs> so I just anybody remember to know them know that. mentioning yeah. that in the
0: movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we were in law school in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah.
1: Um well there's like um there's a scene from where they're in Lillian's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and there's a scene on, uh, what is it, 23rd, I think. But then the um, church is what yeah, I remember. the church. That was the big one, um, yeah. You know, and, and all they do at that church is they're inside the church, and then the, his mom drives up one block and turns into the neighborhood. And, you know, now every time I ride past there, I'm like, nah, devil's advocate, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Al Pacino come to Gainesville? Yeah. Did he have yeah. a scene in Gainesville? Yeah, I think he did. Well, um, I think it was There Jim was a courtroom Canada. scene. There was a Maybe courtroom that was. That was probably. But it was a probably sound or yeah, you know stage. stage. Um, but yeah, Can't but I like definitely he was. He was here. Here. You don't see
0: too many. I re- saw G- um, William H Macy. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and Giamatti. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: Um uh, But yeah, there's a scene in there where his mom's trying to get him to come back, and he's like, "I'm not going back to Gainesville, mom." <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And we're
3: like, yeah. no,
2: yeah. Do it. So uh, yeah, Keanu... tell us a little bit about it because this was a great. Uh, this was a great pitcher for Keanu at the times because he was just becoming a leading man yeah. and stuff, and he yeah, was, he was the flavor of the month. And this was also a great time for Al Pacino to he, he's going he's going through that. <coughs> I'm gonna play a crazy fuck character. Yeah, he does the, and does the he does it really the well. Ye-
1: the way he does his yelling is oh, yeah. is very unique. Just it
2: reminds me of like uh, the Heat. You know, she had a great ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah. So Keanu Reeves uh plays a attorney here in Gainesville. And um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and he's basically, he's representing this guy who supposedly had molested this little girl. Um, and he's going to, you know, get the charges basically dismissed because he's such a good attorney.
2: Yeah, he's a prosecutor. He's not a, yeah. He's no, a, he's a defense attorney. He's a defense attorney. Defense attorney? Yeah, he's a defense oh, attorney. Oh, well, he was going to def- get that guy off. The yeah. devil God, wouldn't
0: have anything to do with yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, And so... This uh, this trial is starting to draw like national attention, and so uh, Al Pacino shows up at the trial and basically like you know, woos him into coming to New York to his firm because he, you know, oh, I believe in you. You're this great. You know, you're going to be great. You're going to win so many trials and da-da-da-da.
2: Very similar to the firm. You know, the Mm. the law stuff was very similar to the firm and drawing in uh, Tom Cruise. Right. But then they took it to the supernatural. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, you know, fast forward to him in New York, and he's, you know, small-town Gainesville guy. You know, him and Charlize Theron are, are... wowed by new york and you know some culture shock and everything like that he's making all this money now um and things start to just (laughs) kind of get off you know it
2: seems weird even before they he starts seeing shit yeah because uh he uh He's seeing just like elements that he didn't expect like the uh like Al Pacino with the two girls right. and uh just <laughs> things that doesn't seem normal. And uh, and eventually Al Pacino requested those,
0: that part of the movie himself. Yeah, oh, remember I'm he's sure. trying to
2: invite him up to the apartment and everything when they're going up the elevator yeah, and yeah. everything with the two girls? Yeah, and I had that one really uh uh awesome actress Ladiator, from uh right? that became the girl from Gladiator, the mom. I've got it right uh, here. Yeah, what's um, her name? Uh is it Bridget something or uh, Connie Nielsen? Connie, Connie Nielsen. Nielsen yeah. yeah, she was also in the recruit with Al Pacino and oh, uh, yeah, Colin that's Farrell. Right. That's right. That's, yeah. right. that's right. Yeah, and and so, we haven't talked about that movie yet.
1: Oh, but. and that's right. You remember who the molester was? Uh, no, it was. Uh, oh wait, no, no, not the. I'm sorry, not the molester. The guy who he uh, was defending in New York was Craig T. Nelson.
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, coach. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <It's> was <laughs> um, coach to me. So yeah, so he basically he starts seeing, and so does Charlize Theron. They both start seeing these people's faces yeah. just distort into like demons, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost like that Tim Robbins movie.
2: Yeah, oh, um, Jacob's, ladder, Jacob's man.
0: ladder. Oh yeah, we yeah. Talk about some I, ladder. I, I, I almost
1: ladder, pulled that one onto the list. I, was that a ninety? Yeah, it 90s. But I, but I hadn't seen what? it, in so we can long. pull that up for nineties horror. Though we, when we can talk 90s about it right now. No, no, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, number four finished. on my list. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so shock they, endings. That one. Oh yeah. So. Basically, things just start to become more and more supernatural. Yeah. And his mom comes to New York, and she's very upset. And he's like trying to find out because she's really he, religious. Yeah, she's super religious. Who plays the mom? Do you remember? Game, um, yeah, 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 and she's really good. Um, and so her name's Judith Ivy.
2: Judith
1: Ivy. Yeah, she's you right would, there in you the would know her. Yeah, you'll oh, know yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah her so she she basically she meets Al Pacino, and you can tell she, she knows him. You know. Um and she starts like shortly thereafter she starts reciting Bible verses to him like, you know, about the devil and how can, you know cunning he is and everything like that. And eventually she tells him that when she was a girl, they had sex. Yeah. And she had
0: sex with the devil?
1: Well, she didn't I'd know be because star, he yeah. because he knew the Bible, like the back of his hand and everything. But the thing was is he hadn't aged a bit. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so that's why she knew him instantly. <laughs> so exciting. he basically finds out He's the spawn of Satan, you know, and it's a big responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, um, Dad! I know. <laughs> right? Thanks a lot, Dad. <laughs> uh, and I think actually he says that in, in the uh, at one point. But Charlize Theron starts to go crazy. She'd yeah. Kill She's, herself?
2: Tried to kill herself. She tries to kill yeah. herself.
1: Um, and you know, I mean, it's 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 a thriller. You know, it is a,
2: it is a great movie, and the. Uh, and it comes down to that shot getting which we, we won't... Uh, yeah, I know. And I mean,
1: I can it give goes. it away or don't, I don't no, no, have no, no, to. Don't. give it away. Yeah, don't give it away. Uh, so the Smurfs show up. <laughs> I, no, yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> but it was a... And this was pre when Charlie Theron was just kind of playing that helpless woman uh, woman role, which she would never play uh, today. Right, cause she's gone so far with her acting, and oh, yeah. her clout. and yeah. uh, playing the girl from Monster or playing that great role in uh, Mad Max and all the stuff she got went on to do. But it was interesting when she was young; that was kind of the role that was available to act yeah. to she play was, it, She was very and she did, southern. Yeah, it was very you know, southern. Very like it, w- it might have been one of the first things I had seen Charlie in. Maybe. I, I think it was. What was was mean, that Warno's movie called? Monster. Monster. Yeah, I was
1: yeah. gonna say that's the one where all of a sudden I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah, who the hell gonna, is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. And I and I recognized her, but she had gained so much weight. Well, that they I did wasn't one of sure those. They her. did
0: one of those things that they do on Yahoo. It's the way they're like showed her and her makeup. Next oh yeah, to yeah, the, yeah, The original person, but they uh, didn't tell you who the actor was. It's like look how this actor looks just like this. And right. You, like click the story to find out who it is, and you click and you are like.
2: What? Yeah, yeah, I, it was <laughs> great. Yeah, I love anything dealing with the devil too, you know, yeah. because it's got that thrilling element in it. In it that <laughs> <Did> I just said out loud.
3: And I'm the one who has Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I, don't I, don't kinda... I don't believe in him either. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, but there's something mm-hmm. crazy about a uh, having a character that can really kill anyone or destroy anyone at any moment that yeah. he wanted. I mean, he could have screwed up anyone's head or uh, flat yeah. out just killed anyone at any moment. but yeah. He was, got that all out of his system he always, in, the,
0: in the 1500s and 1600s. And well, now, it's he's almost just, like, now he's just toying with people. right?
2: Yeah, well, that's what it is, too. And it's almost like a uh, uh, a group uh, agreement with all the movies of people that do it with the devil that the devil... I mean, there's really no reason we should think this, but we've come to believe that the devil likes to fuck with people and yeah. play games with people. And
0: it's weird because the whole... The whole story, the whole fairy tale—you <laughs> you know that Bible fairy tale. Bible, <laughs> It's like God could just wish the devil away any second. It's yeah, like good point, but
1: he wants to—he wants you to choose <laughs> choose your maker, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I also forgot that the girl in the elevator yeah. is Keanu Reeves' sister. Oh, and that's right. Remember, that's right. he tries to Al Pacino's whole thing is to get the two of them together yeah, so yeah. that they can have a baby, and that baby would be that's the son of That's right, that's right. Official. I haven't seen this in this so long, man. Yeah, It'd be the incest son of Satan? Yeah, and and, and the... the, um, the <laughs> Isn't that what it would be? Morals are very yeah. loose in hell. Well I, mean, yeah, well, I mean, if you think about something that's going to be a demon seed, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, remember the painting in the background of oh, Martin's yeah, yeah. office and oh, the way it moved from yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. That was really that was a lot, at that time. A lot of the trippy stuff is what I remember yeah. and I like oh, about yeah. it. And I have to just say one personal story about it, and then I'm done. swear there's a scene where they talk about I'm sorry man there's a scene where they talk about um, in Chinatown there's this chicken that you play tic-tac-toe against and the chicken beats you every time Mm. (laughs) I've played that chicken in tic-tac-toe and it kicked my ass I'm done (laughs) you went to Thailand and played that (laughs) no it was in Chinatown in New York oh Chinatown New York That's
3: funny. Yeah, I quit I'm done with Devil's Advocate (laughs) I can't top that (laughs) go high man
0: um so, when I think thrillers,
2: Flatliners, yes. the original That's a good one. Yes. Movie. What year is Flatliners? It's like 90, maybe? 90, like 92, 91,
0: 92, 92 right in there. around there. I was, yeah. And, the, you know, I guess it was probably not my first introduction to. You saw it in the theater? I saw it in the theater. Yeah. And I liked it. I Kevin, definitely Kevin Bacon, the um, Keith of Sutherland. And Keith of Sutherland was in, he was in yep. The Outsiders, right? Uh, Kiefer and the Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What was he? On? I'm trying to go back through his time. Kiefer? Line. Stand by me. Stand by me. That's right. Uh, Stand by oh, me. He
2: was a lot of stuff back then. Uh, Just you. What year? What, what, what <laughs>
3: 1990. year was it?
2: 1990. 1990. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so you got Kiefer, you got Kevin Bacon, you got Julian one of the Baldwin brothers. William Baldwin, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Who was great. I, I Oliver Platt's the only Oliver one who doesn't Platt. do it. Yeah. He's the only one who's smart his enough not to do it. His performance in, uh,
0: in the Ice Harvest. It's just no. one of the greatest. Dixtown, oh man! Oh, his his performance Dinkstown. in
2: Dixtown is the best thing he's done. Uh, he was great in the Big C, he, uh, that uh, uh, cancer show with uh, Laura Linney. He played her husband. He was so funny in it. Huh. He just he plays that character in everything he's in really yeah. well, you know. Uh, so yeah, tell us about the the premise of so flatliners, flatliners. is, is pretty they're, simple. They're A but bunch it's of med students,
0: crazy, <laughs> and they uh, did. Someone didn't. Someone die, technically. For, like, no, uh, s- how did it all start?
2: Well, they were just fascinated with death, did they? But it nobody knew it, they were just testing it out. To yeah, see they what were would testing out. Average. Kiefer was ready to do it because one know? of them was neurosurgeon.
3: Yeah, well, Neuro- I think they
1: wanted to try and like write a medical paper, and you know, nobody w- went top
3: shelf with <laughs> Yeah, well, and,
1: and nobody was gonna approve that, you know, that uh,
2: Kiefer, project. Kiefer was nuts at the beginning, though. Remember, he always wanted, I to thought do something
1: it. set
0: it off originally. Well.
2: Kind of what spurred it on is you've got Julia Roberts who's who's helping people through like like they wouldn't hospice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. helping people die, yeah, yeah. and then you've got Kevin Bacon who just gets uh, suspended from school, That's right. and that kind of lets him be like, all oh, right, I got the balls to try this now because right. I have nothing else going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Me. And he was easily manipulated uh, by the, Kiefer. The, the cast worked great together. Yeah, oh, the yeah. cast was awesome together. William would would have been he was totally <laughs> up for it. The only one who was really sketch about doing it was Oliver Platt. And at the beginning Julia, Julia Roberts, Roberts was she was she was about it too. But she was already obsessed with death because her father committed suicide. That's right. Right. So Which the, you
0: would see. Well, the,
2: several times in the So what yeah. what was what they were going to do? Tell us what they So were gonna they
0: do. Were, they were going to stop their heart. Yeah. Um through chemical I think. They yeah. were get uh, IV. They were going to lower their heart rate. Yep. Stop their heart and every, then everybody would they would be
2: for a I a specific. Think, time. I think for a specific. M- for, I think of time. it was a minute, like yeah. a minute, with. and then two and minutes. Like they, they were, like were pretty sure minutes. that they. Oh, were, it goes up to like eight. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. were pretty the sure that they could
0: use the paddles and bring them back. Right. So they did, and they brought them back. And the problem is, and what's the main premise of the movie is they like the their deepest, sights, darkest yeah. fears Fear and it, secrets. They bring and, them back with them. Yeah,
2: and it manifests and manifests
0: themselves. I just remember Kiefer's was the one with the kid in the tree, right? Yeah, they threw yeah. the rock, he, he gets his ass kicked by that kid because oh, he, yeah.
2: he's almost like as Kiefer's almost like as helpless as, helpless as he as was he when he was. As a kid,
1: right? Because this kid really overpowers. But them. that kid was as strong like, as a grown yeah, yeah, man, as like a grown man or was, what he would have been at that time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, yeah. so it, yeah, it dealt with. Uh, so we can actually go through their different fears. So you got William Baldwin, who's who's kind of a perverted scumbag that videotapes everyone he has sex with. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. he's seeing once he goes under, he's seeing all that's these probably, women uh, appear. That's probably autobiographical. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, Sorry, man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah. you know, all the
0: Baldwin brothers. A, B, C is going to
2: cancel our show and fall with me come <laughs> up the driveway. Uh, you've got Julia Roberts who's always been uh, kind of tortured by her father, finding her father's body after she, he commits suicide. And you've got Kevin Bacon who was really mean to the little black girl on the bus when he was younger. Right. And uh, who am I missing? Is that all of them? Yeah, that's all, all of them. The because Platt. Oliver Platt doesn't Never go on. Yeah, right. Which he's, he's he was the, the He was one. the smart one, yeah. you know? And uh, so they're all experiencing these fears coming back. And then, uh, they realize, you know, Kevin Bacon realizes that, uh, once he found that little black girl grown up and apologized to her, stops happening. Right. So they all actually have to come with terms. Right it's a very interesting right, and smart it is, screenplay. But
0: beyond what the initial what you would do, imagine yeah. it. to be.
2: Yeah. So it's really like they have an ability, and that's a great arc for a yeah. script. Well, and oh, yeah. the whole
0: time they're challenging each other to go yeah. under longer. I'll go. Yeah. Under, oh yeah. Almost like a poker table game. Oh, like God. that's why Two William minutes. Got, go, well, three minutes. I yeah. under four that's
2: minutes. why I remember Julia Roberts gets pissed because they keep. Like passing her up, and she yeah. has to go. Like by the time she goes, she's like the fourth to go. Right. Uh, but at that point, they're starting to crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Her flashbacks were crazy. Uh, they were all the guy crazy. in the tree yeah. was
0: when Kiefer had to run up in the tree. I mean, Williams
2: yeah. was just kind of annoying. You know, I see these women everywhere and yeah, world, yeah, uh, bitching at him and stuff. But yeah, the other ones. I mean, well, Kiefer was getting his ass kicked. Yeah, so no, I, I mean that. that yeah,
1: but but wasn't Kiefer's that kid was actually dead? So he like couldn't make it right,
0: <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, he threw the rock yeah. and hit the kid in the tree, and the yeah. kid fell out and died. And died. Yeah, he
2: couldn't make it right, but that's how that's why it ended with him kind of like going into that world uh-huh. and experiencing a tree. And he goes up, and he almost like sacrifices himself. Right? Instead of yeah. Him. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very it interesting movie, man. Yeah, very smart, smart movie. Eyes. Very creepy. Very dark. The yeah, tone to yeah, it. Yeah. The it the was colors, like I remember. These I think gloves. it was. It was Joel, like blues, blues and greens. Lots of blues. In yeah. That. I think it was. What's his name? Who did it? I can't remember. He's the one who did the crappy Batman movies. Uh, <laughs> but he was really good because he did. He did one of the movies you on mean the my list. Arnold. Joel Joel Schlesinger or Joel Schumacher? Joel Schumacher sounds familiar. I think it was Joel Schumacher who, who did it. He did one of my favorite movies. My number one movie on my list he did, so I'm not knocking him for sure, but I, he knows what yeah. Batman movies are correct. Schumacher. He Joel Schumacher. He's really good.
1: So I don't know anything about him, but you're talking about the crappy one, so I'm just going to guess yeah. that's the one with... The uh, Arnold. Uh, Arnold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, oh, God.
2: And the one with uh, Alicia Silverstone, the Batman-O-Robin, yeah. the Batman with nipples, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who had nipples? <laughs> And, all right. So, yeah, I missed a few of those, I guess. All right. <laughs> Good for you. So my number five, and this was another movie. I've, I think I've, I've seen every one of mine in the movie theater. Uh, I can't always say that on all of our stuff, but this one I can because of the decade. And this 1991 one that I loved because I was a huge fan of the actor uh, specifically is Pacific Heights. Uh-huh. Uh, and this was when we were talking. You haven't seen this Yeah, I, I yeah, no, but I I want to see. It's a it. phenomenal movie, man. And if you're a, if you're a Michael Keaton fan, you want to see him You want to see role. this movie because yeah. this was one of the first times he played a really bad guy. Yeah. He and it does was, that well. And was too. Very, he was a very It was well. a very subtle bad guy, too. This it was one of those frustrating movies because <laughs> And something that could happen. Yeah, it could something that actually totally happen could and that's happen. that's what I mean as being frustrated because you could totally put yourself in Matthew Modine's shoes. Who was his Matt Melanie Griffith. Griffith, We were just talking earlier. If anyone's listening, you know, you you need to pull up YouTube's, uh, roar and you could see video, um, uh, clips of her with, she grew up with lions. It's called roar. It's called roar. And, uh, it's a movie that her and her family had made because they lived with lions and she lived. So fucking crazy. What did you say? It's
0: the most violent movie ever made. No, the uh, most dangerous. injuries on a set ever yeah, made. Yeah, it, it was
2: like 70 people were injured, but it wasn't just from like lion injuries. It was like gangrene and it was different uh, infections gangrene. and stuff like that because they were. Where because, is this place? Malaria. It might have been. Maybe they were like, in Africa in, or something like oh, that. Oh, is it in uh, Africa? I don't know. But uh, That's they, you could see video of her like laying and uh, playing around and swimming with and the you lions. you said she got injured? She got injured. She got uh, swiped in the face and she had some uh, surgery to do That's it. Anyway. so crazy. Anyway, so yeah, you've got uh, Michael Keaton, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Matthew Modine and Melanie Griffith. So this is
1: the one where he, like, wants to be, like, the perfect tenant, right?
2: Well, not really. He, he
1: just wants to rent the
0: place.
2: Yeah, he, he's he got an ulterior motive for sure. He's yeah. a scumbag. He's a grifter scumbag mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. just moves into town. And on the opposite side, you have Matthew Modine and Melanie Griffith who just wanted—they just got married recently. There, she's. uh Pregnant, and they're uh, gonna have their baby, and they just want to buy this apartment complex, Makes fix it up, money. sell off, uh, rent the other units, and have like the perfect yeah, life. Yeah, but he
0: was right; he was trying to sell himself off, off as being the perfect tenant. Yeah, well, oh, that's try what to get he was. To hire. Because I remember my, I just remember the scene where it all could have changed is he pulled out that big wad of money yeah. and says, "I'll pay you for that." Oh no, that's not necessary. Well, what Someone pulls out money, you take it. Yeah.
2: Well, no, the problem was is he bypassed the background track. Uh, check by yeah. pulling that money out. That's what got yeah. Matthew Modine mm-hmm. to do it. Otherwise, he Matthew Modine was an idiot. He should have said no uh-huh. money. I should have uh, done the background check. Because remember the black guy that came in previously, you had uh-huh. a perfect uh, thing and put uh-huh. his background check. He ended yeah. up being a cop. Remember at the end when they were like reporting him and everything, he's like, "I bet you wish uh-huh. you had rented me, didn't you?" <laughs> uh, and he That's really right. thought awesome. it, he thought it was racially motivated and everything right. too. And uh, probably uh, awesome. was. So well, yeah, what was this? Uh, Ninety. Ninety. So, you've got uh, Michael Keaton, who just uh, comes into town and woos uh, Matthew Modine with his big wad of money. And he's got a nice Porsche. And his girlfriend was Beverly uh, D'Angelo, who showed up halfway through the movie. She was at the very beginning, (laughs) actually, but then she showed up halfway through it. She just plays like that grifter's girlfriend type character. There's Mm -hmm. so many
0: good Uh, moments in this. When he was sitting in his car and Oh like, when
2: he's sitting in his car, yeah. That was a good shot. It it starts off pretty simply where he moves in, he seems like, Hey, he's gonna work out and everything, but then he starts being really loud in there and you don't know what it is. And he's he realizes he's yeah, doing the construction, construction, construction in, there, crew in there. And you don't know what it is and he's he's killing uh uh everyone's evenings and their nights and their sleep so he comes down and they start pounding on the door and he won't answer the door and then when uh Matthew Modine tries to use his master key to get in this he realizes that he he changed locks uh-huh. and uh to screw him over he decides to turn off his power in the thing and then the police are called in and it, it uh and this is falling right into michael keaton's wheelhouse mm-hmm. where he it's now Matthew Modine who's in big uh, trouble for uh, turning off the uh, electricity oh, to right. a paying tenant. Uh, Laurie Metcalf plays the lawyer in this, and it's it right. just he is right under where the law uh, line uh, gets screwed. Yeah. Uh, and Matthew Modine just can't get into the house. He just wants him out eventually, and he can't get him out to the point where uh,
0: <laughs> this is every renter's he makes- nut- nightmare. Not renter, but rent. yeah renter's nightmare he gets (laughs) Matthew Modine
2: so angry at some point and he plays it so even keel until the end he was like take it easy we'll talk about it but he uh, Melanie Griffith has like a miscarriage at some point and then uh, Carter Hayes, who's uh, Ma- uh, Michael Keaton's character, comes in and he's already been a, a pain in the ass to everyone. And he, he says, I'm so sorry you lost the baby, and says like one thing mildly inappropriate. And Mike, uh, Matthew Modine jumps on him and throws him out the window and everything. Oh, shit. And now there is a. Carter Hayes is allowed to put a uh, restraining order on him that won't allow him to 500 yards from him, so which is he can't house. go to his own house. Yeah. So now oh, Matthew Modine's <laughs> like staying with his friends and everything. And then you realize that this, uh, Uh, A whole bunch of weird shit going on that uh, Michael Keaton's going to different towns and he's screwing people over and he's buying like uh, all these properties and he's worth a lot of money and uh, eventually, and this is the third act of the movie, is really exciting because you start to see... Melanie Griffith uh, her character change and uh, sneak into Michael Keaton's hotel room and get all his files and everything so oh, she wow. cancels all his credit cards oh, it starts awesome. making phone calls yeah, it's very she's, satisfying she's yeah. totally screwing to him over now that's awesome. and at the end they're literally both at each other's throats yeah. and, uh, uh he dies in a way he dies in his great way too I don't know if that ruins the movie, but No he, we could probably He
0: dies that. in a way that that was really clever
2: they, he he destroys the apartment so there's like yeah. Exposed. Well, remember when
0: the guy answers the door He does. The, someone does answer the door I think it's like yeah his his it, friend who's in there who's helping. got like a construction mask yeah, yeah. on he's like what
2: the fuck or remember is he releases him? the roaches into the other neighbor's oh, house right. and everything and then that guy from uh, the guy from the original Batman with Jack Nicholson who plays Bob oh, yeah, yeah, comes yeah. in as uh-huh. the Orca man and everything oh, he was and crazy. he's like they're coming in from uh, from Carter Hayes' apartment you gotta go in there well they can't go in there and he's like well what if we can't get in there he says we had a bunch of little leashes and pretend they're pets <laughs> <laughs> but That's yet it all awesome. comes down to like uh melanie griffith is in the apartment with uh he's he's she's in the destroyed apartment with uh, what's his name with michael keaton not realizing they took he's everything
0: there. the cabinets the piping the and he locks thing. the oh, wow. door
2: and matthew modine can't get in there so matthew modine goes under the floor uh to try to uh see if what he can see yeah uh in the apartment and at some point uh Matthew Medeen grabs his legs and he, uh, in... And- Michael Keaton falls backward on an exposed pipe that goes Ooh, guy, big straight, copper pipe, like straight, your, straight oh, through his chest. Man. He's trying to pull himself off of it. And oh, he can't do it. and oh, fuck. It was a really satisfying Ooh, ending where you were nice. like, yes, Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> die, motherfucker. Can't believe I just cheered yeah. for Mr. Mom. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Batman. What the hell, man? Yeah. It's really exciting, though. And uh, yeah, it was probably one of the first times you got to see him play a villain. And he's done it a lot uh, yeah. since then. And I loved him in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, yeah, he was so good as that villain, man. That scene, I could watch that scene over and over again. Where he turns in the car and talks to uh, uh, Tom Holland about uh, how yeah. he was—he would kill his uh, mother and his and whole family, and I'll that. kill everyone you love. Bird, yeah. Bird. Birdman, yeah, Birdman, that was that crazy great. movie, man.
1: I didn't get all the way. Through. I, oh, really?
0: I, I it was weird. man. It was I, weird. I, I think it's after weird, about but thirty minutes. Edward Norton in like, nope. his interactions were yeah, great.
2: just to see those guys do their thing, and that's that's the type of actor Michael Keaton is. It, at some point, no matter what, it becomes the Michael Keaton show, and he right. just kind of takes over. Oh yeah, does he's awesome, thing, man. So,
1: Pacific Heights. All right, all right. What you got? Number four, uh, I got. I'm to pull up the cast because there's a couple important names here. But. Oh, I got you, bro. <laughs> uh, is Samuel L. Jackson. I don't got you, bro. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. movie you're talking about. Uh, and the movie 187. Yeah, this
2: is a movie I always heard about, and I remember the DVD You can't color. watch
1: every Sam Jackson movie out there. Without, uh, I know, <laughs> how, right? How much time would you have to devote to that? Yeah. Um, but the other guy's name, and I, 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 he's a great actor. His name is uh, Clifton Collins Jr. Oh, I love Clifton yeah. Collins Jr., he man. From? He's, he's from so Traffic.
2: Good. He was the one they tortured. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about him the other yep. day. He's really great.
1: He's great. He plays. Uh, well, he's in Westworld, the new Westworld. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's something um, I really want to watch. He so dude. Samuel dude. Jackson is a teacher at a high school in California. I'm not sure if that's sound good already. I know, right? I, I'm not sure if it's LA or where <laughs> is it, it is, South
3: Central? South Central. It might. It might be South and Central.
0: I
1: think. I think from the trailer that I saw, it's
0: a, it's definitely in the South. What Central What was the area. year of this? Uh, let's you see. I think, yeah, dude. because this
3: was
2: there was a time in the '90s 97. where where. Uh, uh, teacher bad students was, was it had was it, a popular. It had its own like little genre. And this there was a for little a late for it, ninety seven, so yeah. uh, but this was a little bit more gritty than those other like, ones too. Go and rescue him.
0: Dysfunctional students.
1: <laughs> no, did that. that was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: they just minds.
2: Not. Lean on me. Call me Batman. The, the substitute. <laughs> so they used to
0: call me Joe. <laughs> now they the call substitute me crazy. with yeah.
2: uh, um, what's his name? Tom Barringer was amazing. That first. Yeah, that's one, right. I didn't that's much right. care for the second, and third one. Yeah. Yeah. What Williams, was it called? Substitute. substitute. Yeah, 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 that was really good. It Was good though. The first and one. this and okay. So or even it, the, the principal. You remember the principal with James Belushi and Lou Jr. Oh yeah, that was good. I totally forgot about that. What was the
0: one when the when the, fac- faculty, yeah, the faculty... Oh, the, the faculty. faculty yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those were bad students. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah. So Samuel L. Jackson is a teacher at this school. And there's a lot of gang activity at the school and everything like that. And he, like, emasculates Method Man, Ooh. who's also in this movie. Never but he, a good idea. Yeah. Uh, in front uh, of his friends? Yeah, I think, like, in front of the class or oh, something man, like that's that. That's
2: just a bad teacher move in general, you know? Don't do that.
1: So, Method man, Method man comes to school the next day. And shanks him like 15, 16 times. Uh, you know, right in like the hallway, right in the hallway. <laughs> and I mean, you know, Samuel Jackson's just screaming and screaming and like, I mean, it's it's you There's know, dudes everywhere. Like this guy oh, doesn't yeah. give a shit. But it's he's all got. he's also doing it like very prison style, where he's yeah. just got him in the corner and he's just shanking him. And people are just walking by. You wow. know what I mean? Like nobody's screaming or anything like that. Um, so that like kind of starts to drive Samuel Jackson crazy. Yeah.
2: Um, was it, there was a period in the movie where he had to like, recover and all that? Or yeah, yeah. He, he comes back to the same school? Yes.
3: Oh, and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> You got some balls, Samuel. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 now, but <laughs> I think
1: that uh, that Method Man is like caught and arrested, you know what I mean? Because he's obviously not dead, so he yeah. knows who did it.
2: 97, this was after uh, Pulp Fiction, too. Oh,
1: wow. wow. Um, and so, uh, what's his name? Clifton Jr. There, um, is kind of like this... Gangster kid, you know, he and must like must have been so
2: young. I, oh, I he would, was. That's so he, crazy. It was the first thing I ever saw him. He's being. one of the most amazing actors that traffic, people don't know when about. Traffic came out. Traffic came out in two thousand oh. or two thousand one.
1: So, um, so basically, there starts to become a feud, and in reality, like Samuel Jackson is trying to motivate him to mm-hmm. be better, you know, but it's not working, and they start getting into a beef, and like threats are being made. Uh, he. He shows him. There's a scene where Samuel Jackson is demonstrating the effects of liquid Demerol mm-hmm. on a mouse, and how they would use that as anesthesia, and how he can time. He can put this mouse to sleep, time exactly due to its weight in the formula when it's going to wake, gonna wake up. up. So
2: that doesn't sound like it's being prepped for something, right? Like <laughs> so he's using
1: this like gold watch to to you know use the timer, and uh, Clifton. Because uh, I just don't remember his name in the movie. Um, he steals it. So later, you know, like the next scene. He's season,
2: not going to remember that has gone. Yeah,
1: because he <laughs> says something about it. He's like, that's a nice watch. Let me have it, you know. And he's like, ah, oh, whatever. And then he steals the watch. So later that night, um, Clifton Jr. is like down by the freeway. And he's just messed up, you know. And there's a coyote down there. And he like sees the coyote. And he's like, stupid gato, which is like a cat, you know. So you can tell he's just fucked up. And out of nowhere, an arrow just goes into his chest.
3: Clifton's and, chest.
1: Yeah, and he looks down at it, and he's super fucked up. And he pulls it out, and there's a needle on there, and the needle had just injected him with what? something. But oh, he was super, when you mean
0: arrow, not like a, it
1: was an arrow, but it, had, it, it was an arrow, but it had a syringe on the end instead of. But it a, went
0: through his body, or it, it just went, stuck into his body. It went his to body. his chest.
1: Okay, and so, um, but you know, the force hit the plunger and injected him with it, mm-hmm. and he goes stupid Indians, you know, because it's an arrow and he just passes out and he (laughs) wakes up the next day and he's missing a finger. What? Yeah. Uh, this movie just got crazy. Yeah. And so, you know, and he knows Samuel L. Jackson did it because he knows he stole the watch and like, so things just start getting really, really. Cut his finger
2: off for so the watch. Yeah. So yeah. so Samuel is like unhinged. He's not. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I didn't you know, get that. I thought he was like trying to find a kid to mentor, and he, he was, was getting...
1: until the kid stole his watch, <laughs> that? and that was it. You know what I mean? He's so got he's... a low boiling point. Well, he just got he just <laughs> no, you... got shanked by you know I mean, Method Man. True. So I mean, I'm sure does Method can... Man come back in the rest
2: of the movie? I don't, don't he think just he does. Beginning? I think he gets arrested. That's just the They bring him
0: in when they need him, and
2: get that's how Method Man do. That's how he
1: does you for a one minute. Scene and except how done. high, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, he went like, to Harvard, don't forget, I know. yeah, that's right, <laughs> yeah, so did Red Man, yeah. um, and <laughs> that I, I believe a lot less. This should have been the fucking music pod, <laughs> anyways. Um, so you know, things just start getting worse, and I just don't want to go into every little thing and every twist and turn. Um, eventually, it comes down to either Samuel Jackson's gonna kill Clifton or Clifton's gonna kill him, it's awesome. So, don't tell us. Go ahead, tell us. It's
0: a He good was really it. looking forward to it. it, yeah, no, <laughs> it I, uh, let me guess it. I'll let you guess it. Sam Jackson dies. How? <laughs> he tried to kill Clifton and it backfired on him and he dies.
1: Okay, so... How close am I? You're kind of, sort of close. Kind of, sort of. So Clifton and two other gangsters break into Samuel Jackson's house. And they basically take him hostage and they're they're going to kill him, you know. Um, but they don't want to be like framed for murder. So he puts a gun in a revolver, spins the resol- revolver, closes it, and goes. You ever seen the Deer Hunter? And he puts the gun on the table and he makes him, you know, Russia do Russian Watt. roulette. And so, and they've got two guns on him, and there's only one bullet in the gun. So Samuel Jackson just picks it up and clicks it twice. You know, just like what you know what I mean. And he goes, and he says, "Is that macho enough for you?" So he goes, "Now you try." You know. And so Clifton picks it up. He tries, you know, and so it's just... <laughs> Odds are dropping. Right, it's one after <laughs> another. And remember, Samuel Jackson already clicked it twice, you know. Mm. So then he clicks it two more times and gives it back to him, you know. So now you're down to like two shots, you know. Fitty-fitty. Yeah, and um, Clifton's about to take it, and Samuel Jackson picks up the gun, shoots it, you know, shoots it and kills himself. And at one point, because they were getting down to less and less shots, yeah. they put a second bullet in. So Clifton's sitting at the table realizing that Samuel Jackson just saved his life and killed himself, you know? And he can't handle it. And he's like, you know, they're like, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. And he's like, no. No, he took my shot. It was my turn. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. <laughs> and he ends up fucking shooting himself, you know? And so they're both just dead at the table. And, and the other kid's like, I'm out. The other kids <laughs> are just, they can't even believe it, you know? And that, watching that, Changes those two kids' lives. So in essence, Samuel Jackson saved some other, you know, kids' lives. Do we know by it by saves it. those other kids? Lives? Well, yeah, because they, you know, you they like drop, you know, they get out of there and they're yeah, like, yeah. "We're done with this life. Yeah, yeah, We're not yeah, doing it." Yeah, you know what I mean? Down. So it's got a happy ending, but it is fucked up. Yeah, man. it's crazy, man.
2: And I yeah. love Clifton Collins, so I'll definitely. Yeah, and, and
1: I'm sorry it. to give away the ending, but it's, right. it's good. We warned everyone. Yeah.
2: It was did, happening. Did we want it? Yeah, well, hey, I'm
1: gonna give away the uh, ending to 187. Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> I'll edit it, man. I'll put that. I'll put that clip clip in the middle of it. <laughs> oh. I keep
0: seeing his Diet Coke out of my eye, and it looks like a silver Coors Light, silver bullet. Oh, I haven't had one of those in a long time. Oh. What do you got, Dave? Stir of echoes. I want to stay ah. with Kevin Bacon because <laughs> he's awesome. he's great. <laughs> he is really good. This was a good script. I love Starbuckos, man. Um, I've seen it a bunch of times too, and it, and even though I know what it, the premise of it, yeah, we is won't wanna... give away this ending. Uh, yeah, to it, we could talk all the way up to it though. But um, it what it is is
2: it, it's just Kevin Bacon and his wife, who's played brilliantly by the uh, the woman from uh, from the uh, SVU S- Law and S- Order S- SVU, and she's also uh, what about Bob? She was the daughter. That's right. And uh, what <laughs> about Bob? Yeah, she's great. She's a really good. <laughs> what about name. Bob? <laughs> uh and then who else was in it uh, kevin dunn plays the girl the, uh, the girl from uh
0: the girl from <laughs> girl from gilmore girls is in it i know that Kate fear
2: uh and uh was the
0: sister juliette lewis
2: no the other girl
0: bit the who got her nose bit off oh wait Eliana douglas yeah, she's yeah. not
2: the sister though she's uh, her friend she's hypnotizer. her friend who she's the friend who can put people under hypnosis yeah and he wanted to quit why did she want
0: she wanted him to go under to quit smoking right uh, Originally, no, he was skeptic. Yeah, remember, he, they they did no, it in a but party. He, didn't he? Didn't his wife want him to get hypnotized? Uh, I don't so think that was. No. I don't okay. think that was part. I'm of making it. that part of the movie. Uh, I been. just
2: think he was skeptical, and they wanted. He him definitely, definitely was skeptical, and finally, she he was all for it. Remember, she was like, "Do me next." Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and she and she she said no. You know, she was yeah, like, yeah. "No, yeah, and you're he, he you're going in her, with
2: a preconceived notion, and things can." Have you ever been hypnotized?
1: No, I'm not interested. Have you ever been hypnotized?
0: No, no, me neither. I went to. I went to one of those the stuff in my R-rated brain comedy, in my brain. Yeah, hypnotizing <laughs> things. With the get- they just got volunteers from yeah, the crowd. Yeah. Oh man, if they had seen video what they did, that yeah. would have been. Horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> no that I, would bother me. Nope. <laughs> Even
1: if they're all plants, you know what I mean? Like, and they're, it's all fake. Like, I'm not going to be the person to raise that hand. Nope. So, tell us what happens. So he gets hypnotized. So he gets
0: hypnotized, and for some reason, it was a great scene. His, do you remember the? Yeah. Cop? Oh yeah. He wakes up.
2: Like, I mean, some, as an audience member, the cut was like, like, oh yeah, in a split yeah, 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 second, yeah. and they're all laughing, and they're yeah. like, "You don't He's remember like this?" He's like sweating and freaking out. So they don't right. show the audience what he did. We just the are, first time we're, we're like in Kevin, uh, we're like experiencing what Kevin Bacon's experiencing, which is the crowd laughing at yeah. him, and that kind of what you would be afraid would happen to right. you if you yeah, got exactly. hypnotized. Yeah. So they did that really well, and shit was fine for. What like a day and then st- stuff started he, happening. He started getting
0: really thirsty. I remember he just couldn't stop
2: drinking. remember? Yeah.
0: and uh, he started getting these weird thoughts.
2: Then he couldn't stop digging. <laughs> he was
0: he thought he had it. He so he was following his dreams that he was having and these lucid dreams that would hit him. He he realized something. She did something to his brain. Right, she thinks she did. He, he, did. Well, he thinks she did. So she calls back and like he's like, whatever you do, reverse <laughs> <laughs> it. <you laughs> yeah, know? whatever you did, reverse it. So like I don't know what I did. Right, but. So you slowly start to find out he's seeing something that's happened. That's so basically,
1: like I think girl, what they sell right? it
0: as is, is he's kind of connected now to another to the other world. Yeah, that's another right. Another
1: world or higher perception. Because there's that scene where the guy tells him, like, you know, you're yeah. you're on a different. He plane goes now. to a club. Yeah.
0: It, well, and you find out. That guy's
2: a that, cop. That character is always int- uh, integral in uh, these types of movies. That, yeah, the one you <laughs> see later
0: when you find out, like it's like six. Sense style. Yeah, get, yeah, The yeah.
1: guy who's just like Candyman, who's yeah, giving yeah. you a warning, yeah. and like you just need to listen to him. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <Sure> <laughs> okay. to
2: to him. don't go down that street. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I but, think I'll go that way. <laughs> so he, what he keeps seeing leads him to believe there was a crime that was committed. Yeah,
2: and for some reason he decides to start digging. Yeah, in his house. In First the kitchen. out in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Wow. In the backyard. No, then his
0: wife goes away, I think. Where he's got his kid helping him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's like digging a hole in his kitchen. Yeah, when floor. they
2: went away is when he starts doing the kitchen. He's,
0: yeah, and he went down with the and then he started in the basement.
2: He uh so he finds something. Well he before that he, he thinks he he's he's, he's seeing images of this girl and he's and it he's pretty sure it's a girl that went missing. Remember, yeah, he, he he's sitting backstory. on the couch and all of a sudden she's sitting next next to him and it's a big jump. And then he's uh, he's literally figuring out this really uh, awesome kind of crime scenario that they've devised in this great script. And, and it wasn't what you thought it was. It wasn't what you thought it was. And people were involved in it that you had no clue they were involved in it. And then when it had that, that moment at the end uh, when he really... He he almost got to experience what the kidnapped girl experiences. Like right. we won't tell you the the, uh, we won't reveal the. Uh, don't worry, we're not going to reveal the whole ending, ending. But uh, he digs into the uh, in his floor and he finds the dead body. Remember, oh. and you get wasn't it in the wall. Of the it basement? was in the wall. Of it was the like basement. it was in the wall of the basement. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> remember, you get to see him witness it actually happen. Yeah. Like oh, he was wow. there, almost yeah, yeah. like Dead Zone style. Yep. Uh-huh. And there's a great scene, which is... And it was creepy. It was creepy, and there was a split-second oh, scene, scene that, and, yeah. that bugs me, and it bugs a lot of people watching it, is when, uh, when this girl is getting attacked, she gets pushed down, and she... Puts her hands down to break her fall, and her fingernail they do a breaks. Close up. A close up of the fingernail just breaking completely oh, off, God. and it's like, man, oh, no matter f- what they've shown so far, that takes yeah. the take <laughs> cake as like the most disturbing thing—a yeah, nail being yeah, being clipped off. But, oh, oh, it, it makes was a, me it's, cringe it's, right now.
1: Like, that that ending, though, that it. ending was really great, and that maybe we'll really ruin
2: it on like a, we were talking about having like a specific spoiler pod, like a few episodes be a good from one. now, yeah. where we could like talk freely, and everyone knows going in. If you're listen it was to it. because we we're not gonna. I think 90 percent of the movies we talk about here, we try not to spoil the ending on. Yeah. A, couple Is that true? a couple when they're a couple when they're old. I don't. I, it's fairly. I'm true. challenging that. Maybe 80 percent <laughs> <80%. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Because there's certain ones that I think people are familiar with. You know, I, most people know, uh, and we we haven't talked about Fight Club, and rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's you, another movie most people know the ending <laughs> of before even bringing yeah. it up. You know, but there's certain movies people don't know the ending. Like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo might be another example where a lot of people haven't seen it. Uh, when they're making
0: a remake of it, you, and you haven't seen the first one yet, I don't feel yeah, too yeah. bad, <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: So yeah, that was a great, uh, great pick, man. Stir echoes. I loved it. We used to watch it a lot well, back in the day. Uh, it was one of those movies like everyone owned and everyone watched. I,
1: I forgot 10. about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, I, I, I saw it did once that, or twice, but then did I just,
2: that come
0: out the same time of the one with Tim Robbins and the girl? Died and everybody thought Tim Robbins had did it. Mystic. No. Oh, that was way after it. Was that? Way yeah, after Mystic it? River was two thousands. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that was a great. That had too. that kind of feel to yeah. that neighborhood feel to the, like a crime in the neighborhood.
2: Mm. I think that was uh, because that was Sean Penn in it, but I wondered who directed it. Was not it uh Was it Clint Eastwood? Was it Clint Eastwood? I movie? think so. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it was. He I think he won an award for it. Yeah, it was really good want to bring that up in the future all right so my number four and this was a movie that a lot of people haven't seen i think me and eric are the only ones i know that have uh, uh that are really huge fans of it i know I'm, you have seen it um and this is uh, 1992's jennifer eight Never, yeah, this one I haven't, haven't seen. seen
1: I, I I remember just the title. Yeah. Like I remember hearing it, and I remember hearing it was good, but I never got a chance to watch.
2: Yeah, it. And another one. I won't ruin the ending for it. Because, is Uma uh, Thurman. Uma Thurman. She and this is
1: one of the first few things we saw her
0: in. Yeah, this was one of the first yeah. Uma Thurman
2: things. She plays a blind girl in it, and Andy Garcia. We is saw a this cop. a lot. Oh yeah, what? I owned it, so I watched okay. it a lot uh, on it. And I I was obsessed with it because I love the tone of it. It's very slow. It's a very slow methodical movie. I think a lot of it's filmed in Canada so it has that serial really killer, woodsy buddy. look to it oh, the yeah. serial killer it that's has my favorite yeah this, is, favorite this is something that you should <laughs> I hope t- that doesn't come back to bite <laughs> <people. laughs> you said it right there
1: <laughs>
0: Show the jury. Then that will come back to yeah.
2: <laughs> can we jump to 57 mark and yeah. pod number 38 <laughs> I <laughs> love <your laughs> <honor>. serial killers <laughs> is that you who says that right there <laughs> Justin said that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's, that's my brother good. we said a lot alike yeah uh, Uh, Anyways, so uh, you've got Andy Garcia, you've got Lance Hendrickson, who is amazing and is a very underrated actor who who was stellar in this movie, and you've got a lot of great character actors in this too. He's Bishop, right? Uh, Yes, Bishop. So what's going on in this movie is Andy Garcia kind of comes back into town, and he's a uh, detective, and he's going to be working at a... um, kind of the police station with uh, one of his old friends who's played by um, Lance Henriksen, And they're like good friends. He, they show him there's some great scenes when he goes to the house and Lance Henrickson's wife is Kathy Baker. <laughs> uh, and they, uh, he's, you could tell they, they were like really, really close. And what happens is they get called into this garbage kind of dump area where they find, uh, they find a dead dog at first and then uh, while they're searching the area, they find a hand. And oh, they shit. don't know whose hand it is. Oh, shit. But it brings up the idea in a lot of these people's heads that there were some crimes like five years ago oh, where yeah. people were losing their hands and their heads. Someone was doing uh, How do you forget doing those it?
0: crimes? Those are top uh, shelf crimes. I mean, yeah. Well,
2: they do some work on these hands and they realize that it's really hard to get a print on because they're really worn down and you can't tell what's going on. And it turns out that they were the hands of a blind girl. Hmm. and she was they're worn down because of the braille and they realized oh. that the, there's a there's an institute really close by with the uh, I didn't call bullshit on that <laughs> yeah. well there's real uh, there's <laughs> There's an institute really close by that they start uh, visiting and they start talking to to the different people. And Uma Thurman's one of the blind girls there at the institute. She does a good job too. She does an amazing job in this movie and she's got to play that kind of blind role. And there's an awesome scene later on where – because she ends up forming a relationship with uh, Andy Garcia. She ends up getting attacked at some point. And he's got to uh, protect her, and he really thinks that she is going to be the next target. Mm. And so he has to find out who's killing these blind girls. What serial killer has kind of resurfaced that uh, that's going to, to be doing some doing stuff now? And uh, it's a great scene where he, he ends up taking her to a uh, to a Christmas party at some point, mm. and uh, he ends up leaving her and. Uh, uh, Kathy Baker's and Lance Henriksen's son is like holding her hand and wheeling her around the party, and is looking for Andy Garcia. And Andy, uh, the kid says, "Wait here, I'll go find him," and le- leaves the blind girl in the middle of this really what? crazy party. And you could tell she's sweating, and people are moving around and bumping oh, yeah. into her I and can everything. I even picture that. It's scene, a, yeah, like... it's a really disturbing scene. And then the next scene is her in the other room crying and everything, and uh, uh-huh. she just she's relying on Andy Garcia to take care of her because she can't. Uh, she, she can't it. really take care of herself because this guy's uh, – uh, she's not in her kind of element and everything. Right. So what's interesting, and this was after the party. This is the big scene in it where it takes it to the next level. Uh, Andy Garcia and Lance Henriksen are drinking at their house. And they were like, we think that this guy is going to attack while uh, over the b- Christmas break uh, and everything. So he ends up going, uh, they decide to go out to the, get a couple guns and go out and do a stakeout at the, uh, Institute. Uh, and this is where Lance Henriksen was great. What you love Lance Henriksen. Don't you Are you argue? Oh, Hermerson? I love that. Yeah. I He's will awesome. fight
0: someone if they say they don't like it. What's your favorite movie with
2: Lance Henriksen?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I liked him in aliens. this Bishop. <laughs> I liked him in Pumpkinhead. Yeah, that's the one I was oh, going to say. Oh, yeah, that's great. And uh, Harley.
3: He Ed was amazing in
2: Pumpkinhead. <laughs> I loved him in that show, Millennium.
0: Yeah, he was great. Really good. He's uh, great in every single thing he yeah. does.
2: I like Everything. him in Predator versus Alien. He's, he's, he's a lot older now. You'd be surprised if he pops up. You're like, oh, my
3: God. Yeah, oh, my I think really yeah. he, he's really old. But he's still he great. He looked old yeah. back then. He's all gray you know? now, though. Oh, well, I'm sure. Kind of, you yeah.
2: could, he had that weathered he, look back in the yeah, day with the lines on
0: his face. lines in his face in the 70s. But
2: this was one of the best roles, and specifically this... This scene coming up i'm talking about where he just played that buddy cop really well and so they're in the car together and all of a sudden they see a flashlight in the uh in the institute uh, in the institute and it's snowing the whole movie's in like either in the really lush green woods or it's in the snow so they're in the snow and it's snowing out and uh andy garcia decides he's gonna go in and uh lance henderson is gonna stand outside by the stairwell and wait and if anyone comes out He's going to be there to uh, attack him. So Andy Garcia goes in and he's trying to communicate. Uh, Lance is trying to uh, communicate with Andy Garcia over the walkie talkie. And he's like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And all of a sudden somebody, he hears shots and then someone comes down the stairs with a huge bright light on Lance Hendrickson and Lance Hendrickson can't quite see it. Yeah, And he's, he's screaming. He's, he's like, what the hell are you doing? John, what the hell are you doing? And John is Andy Garcia's uh, thing. And he's all of a sudden he's like, no, not you, not you. And, uh, a gunshot happens, and it blows uh, Lance Henderson's, like, four of his fingers off his hand. It looks really nasty. Oh, shit. And then uh, they show a wide shot that Andy Garcia, uh, or not Andy Garcia, ah. uh, Lance Henderson gets shot in the head, dies right oh, there. Oh, wow. And uh, they Andy Garcia comes down, finds him, uh, calls the cops, and uh, at that point, they think Andy Garcia did it sure and they're trying to and you, as
0: a viewer you kind of think Andy yeah. Garcia did it
2: and yeah you didn't know for sure so the next like 15 minutes of the movie are probably the most powerful parts and people even if you could jump to it you could youtube Jennifer 8 John Malkovich John Malkovich comes in for 10 minutes and kills it like he's never killed it before and this was early in his career so uh, he hadn't killed it as many times as he clearly has now uh, He comes in as the interrogator, and he belittles Andy Garcia, and this is what happened, and this is why you did it, and you clung to this little blind girl, and he's... And Andy Garcia knows he didn't do it. And he, he can't express to him how good of a friend he was with Lance Hendrickson and that this would not happen. Right. And as a viewer, you knew that it, it wasn't Andy Garcia because he Blow was his up. best friend. Right? And, uh, <laughs> but then he's in there and now uh, Uma Thurman is back at his house and the real killer is still out there. So he can't protect her. He's in there and he's oh, – wow. uh, and John Malkovich is dropping all this information on him, and he starts dropping this information on him that now he's figured out what the hell it, uh, where the hell he needs to go and look to figure out how it uh, turns out. And it turns out to be this, like, surprise, who done it type of thing. Nice. And they get one over on the, uh, the killer at the very end in this shocking, shocking way, and it's, uh, it's really exciting. Man. Very cool. Yeah, very good thriller that a lot of people... I, I'm surprised when I find someone who'd seen Jennifer <laughs> Eight, but check it out.
1: Yeah, I definitely will.
2: What you got for your number three?
1: Uh, let's see So number three I have uh, Lawrence Fishburne And What's the other guy's name? Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> I was Jeff telling him about me Saying it Jeff Bridges, Bridges. <laughs> He's like God damn I hope I don't do that <laughs>
0: He's been calling Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Bridges for like the last week.
2: Well, I'll reveal a little secret. And he expects me to know what he's talking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll
0: say a Jeff Bridges movie, and he will be like, "What? He's not in that."
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll reveal something. Ne- next week is going to be our acting pod where we're going to do Gina Davis and Jeff, Goldblum. And, Jeff and I already told uh, Justin that if if I say Jeff Bridges three times are in the pod, it's so one. We- uh, no, 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 during that pod. Oh, uh, yeah. That, now uh, he makes the rule. I will automatically switch over to Jeff Bridges, uh, <laughs> and we'll talk Jeff Bridges movies. So we'll be prepared to jump if I do it. Uh, three uh, times? I think you'll catch us. I said it three times the other day at my house. You said it
0: three times in the span of five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: that's
1: what I'm saying. It could go
2: real yeah, quick. Yeah, but now you're
1: thinking about it.
2: I'm sorry, There's Gold a difference. Hey.
1: <laughs> can... uh, do you see he's putting out a jazz album? Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff... Oh, <laughs> Goldblum. Goldblum, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually kind of like to check that out. I like, don't know. he's singing or is he playing? I don't know. I just saw that Jeff. I don't Goldblum want to hear him sing. He seems multi
2: talented. Yeah, he seems. he's good. I don't
1: I mean, if I. No, I'll still think it's. still see his stupid face every time I listen to it. I could totally see him doing like a uh, Will Ferrell playing the jazz flute in uh, Anchorman.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like. <laughs> I never saw
1: Anchorman. I never saw Anchorman on Oh, man. Um, so yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, Jeff Goldblum, and this is another actor. Say the name of the movie yet? Uh, you did not. Deep Cover. Okay. <laughs> um, well, and I want because I wanted to include uh, Clarence Williams the third. I love Clarence he Williams. He and
2: Charles Martin Smith. Yeah, Look, he's I great in that Martin. movie. We've he, talked a lot, oh, weird enough, about Charles Martin Smith on these pods. Uh, I know. Yeah. about him in The Untouchables and in Starman. He's really great. He plays that stick up your ass accountant type yeah. character very well.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know, and and in this movie. He is God. He is God. You know? And <laughs> You're so, a drug dealer. Right, yeah. Sell drugs. You're, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Lawrence Fishburne is a police officer and... Um, Not a very... N- he, he's a dirty one. No. Well, no, no, no. no, 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 huh, no. Huh, he's a good police he's, officer. He's a, he's a very good police <laughs> yeah, he's officer. he's really good. He's never, okay. he's never drank. He's yep. never done drugs. Oh, yeah. I think I like saw that. this movie when it came out and I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Amazing. Um, well, it starts off with uh, Lawrence Fishburne as a child. And his dad is snorting cocaine in the well, car the science right in front teacher of from Gremlins. <laughs> oh, is it really? <laughs> and no, from um, it is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't no different world. That. It was a different world. Um, and so, you know, and he's telling him he's like, "Don't ever be like me. Don't ever do this." You know, and like, he's just sitting there doing lines in front of him. Um, and he goes, "What do you want for Christmas?" And he's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Well, I, you know, I can't get you. I don't know or whatever." And so. He goes in, robs a liquor store, gets shot right in front of Lawrence Fishburne. So he never touches drugs or alcohol, so because he doesn't want and to. And he becomes be like, a cop, and, yeah. yeah, you know, and he wants to do good for the neighborhood. Um, which I'm sorry, I, I said you weren't gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the so, police
0: force kind of fucked him
2: up. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Charles Martin Smith um, recruits him to go undercover to start bringing down like deep what? cover. Yeah, deep <laughs> cover.
2: Which right. is always really scary because even in like movies like Donnie Brasco, you can see what it happens to your life and to the person that you are. It yeah. will change you right. when you actually have to take on that other persona because it blurs the lines. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what happens. Nark. And it certainly does. Nark, Nark that's another yeah. one. The uh, rush, one, yeah.
0: Rush, yeah. he did. I mean, Absolutely. it's been done. Is, lot. There a go- is there a lot. Is there? Is there a way to have a life and be an undercover?
2: Yeah. Well, with with. Uh, uh, what's his name in this movie? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne wasn't as much with the drugs. I mean, he does eventually do them, but it was like at the yeah, end of the movie, just right, as a yeah. fuck it type of thing. It, yeah. was, it wasn't like that was what his problem was during this. With this, it was just the life right. that he was doing. So go yeah. into what he, who he kind of connected with.
1: Um, so he ends up connecting with, uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh,
2: who is a shady lawyer.
1: Yeah, he's an attorney, but he's, you know, moving a lot of <laughs> He can just say lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: like a mob lawyer, though. Um, right, a mob yeah. lawyer Extra and, like, and okay. like a like kind of a, a mid-level uh, an drug dealer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, an in-between drug dealer. Yeah.
1: Um, and so eventually he gets next to him, and he's trying to become like his partner so that he can get to the, you know, the next guy and the next Mr. guy. Mr. Big. Right.
2: And that guy is uh, Barbosa, who's played by uh, the yeah. Hispanic guy from Barney Miller.
1: Oh yeah. really? Yeah, he's really? the he's the
2: mob boss in That's this, crazy. and his right hand man is Cheswick from uh, uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: Which one was that? He was the little the fat mousy? guy that
2: was really mousy, and I want my cigarettes now, okay oh, yeah, Ratchet. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. He w- <laughs> and then the uh, the weaselly black guy in this was one of my favorite actors in this movie. That w- the weasley one, oh, the, the oh the police, guy. the police. Yeah, the the lights. <laughs> the one guy. who sets him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was from American Gangster. He was the one that got Denzel Washington the drugs right, over from, in Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was really good, man. I love that actor.
1: And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's basically the story is is that, you know, he's an undercover agent and so much, you know, he eventually has to, like, kill people oh, yeah. and, you know, and eventually he's selling drugs. Like, I, you know, he goes and his boss I, tells him, you know, because he brings him two kilos of cocaine and he's like, well, I don't have enough money to buy this from you, you know, because he's supposed to bring the money back. And he goes, well, what am I supposed to do with it? And he says, yeah, well, you're, you're a, a drug a dealer, dealer. A deal drugs, yep. you know, and <laughs> sounds like.
2: Fantasy, experience. but he was doing some crazy stuff. One of my favorite lines for the movie is when uh, the the kind of opposing drug dealer and his uh, female bodyguard yep. and everything, and he shoots somebody on the street, and he says, "I'll be back." You can rent that at your local video store. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, you know, and I, it just it gets really, really intense. You know, I, I don't necessarily need to give the way the no, end you don't this. have to go uh, into that. But um, there's
2: some uh, like. Like favorite scenes, I one of my favorite scenes is when they uh, they're kind of planning that drug deal and it goes bad, and they take off in the limousine yeah, with uh, with Barbosa mm-hmm. and it's just such a chaotic, thrilling scene where Jeff Goldblum is uh, he's about lost his mind at this time in the uh, limo, and he's screaming at uh, Barbosa because he realizes Barbosa is like a a rat. And he's uh, uh, working with the cops and everything. They find the mic on him mm-hmm. and everything, and he's screaming at him. And uh, while he's holding a gun on him, and he's like uh, Felix the Rat, Felix the Rat, and yeah. he shoots him in the kneecap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one point, he's like, he was like, "Leave, go, leave the car now." Yeah, and, and they're still like, going like 60 miles They're going like 70 miles an hour. They're they're like, like, yeah, 80, yeah an like, hour. they're they're hauling uh, ass. And he, he keeps pointing the gun at him, and to the point where. The Barbosa guy realizes that if he doesn't uh, jump out of the car, Jeff Goblum's going to kill him. So yeah. he literally just goes out of the car, and then the car behind him just nails him. Police and car. Everything. And everything. Just front uh, bumper to the face. Oh. Like, <laughs> I can't remember what Jeff Goblum screams. He like sticks his head out the window and screaming like right. Heath Ledger from the Joker. I, yeah. and it, it was really he, cool. His
0: deterioration was probably one of the things I remember most of that. Yeah, and Because yeah. he was not. well, that, He that, was, that was trying to come arc. up with
2: a synthetic drug, remember? That was right. his kind of their goal. The ultimate, like... I'm a drug dealer, but I can dream big. I can dream big. And yeah. uh, that's their dream big was him and Lawrence Fishburne kind make of uh, making mess together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: this was supposedly like untraceable and it was synthetic. So, like, the stuff that it was made with, like, it was just, it wasn't illegal. You know what I mean? Like, they could legally sell it and yeah. not get arrested for it. Um, but I, I think my favorite scene is just before.
3: Yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, pretty much.
1: Um, and I think my favorite hmm. scene is and like you were talking about his his progression through the movie yeah. when they when they play that round of slaps oh yeah and he's losing to feel talking Barbossa. about
2: emasculating him this this Barbosa guy basically emasculates Jeff Goldblum in front of everybody yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and Right there, you know, there, there's, there's... There's your lesson for not doing Oh, it. remember that's because,
2: have... remember later on when he's sitting with his wife and he's just sitting there yeah, exactly. like, I want my cake and eat it too. Yep. That's, he says yeah. it twice too, yeah. and, and you could tell that he's... And uh, it was just, was his... because
1: I, 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 you know, I mean... Well, it's admittedly... interesting
2: that you like that because uh, those are all connected. I mean, that is what brings him to my favorite scene, you know? Right. You, you, that's the infancy of, or the origin story of when Jeff Goldblum kind of changes. Yeah,
1: and, and, uh, and he's you know by the end of the movie he's got his hair slicked back he's oh, yeah. wearing like different clothing mm-hmm. you know he's shooting and you oh, know oh yeah he doesn't give a shit yeah he you know he changed yeah. and uh but yeah man just such a great movie
2: was well, good definitely check it out what do you got dave
0: i don't know if you guys are going to go on with me on this one Uh-oh. but <laughs> <laughs> one you may not have seen it because it's definitely sold as a different type of movie than it, i think it is and that's cruel intentions
2: yeah, I
1: I saw that once like a
0: it's long time. ago. It's a super famous
2: ago. movie and it's one of those movies we all should have seen, but weird enough I have not seen I it. I have seen it my wife has seen it a she dozen loves times, it. maybe uh, fifteen I, times. I actually own it. Uh, but I have not seen it. I just haven't got a chance to it's one of those movies I know and I it's, will and like it, and but it, I haven't seen it. And you can see the elements of it. First of all, if
0: you if you hate movies about bratty little rich kids, yeah. you might won't not like be the movie for me. I, might yeah, not be yeah, a movie for you. I, I do hate But that. Th- there was a lot of I, ir- because, like, I, irony zero, wrapped in less than zero was that, and I love less. There's than zero. a lot of irony that's wrapped in all the characters, and basically, um, Ryan Phillippe's Philip Philippi Phillippe? Yeah, that how you say his name? Yeah, he, um, him, and his stepsister, which is Buffy, she's Sarah, uh, Michelle, Sarah Gellar. Michelle Gellar, who plays a, a coke snorting, foul mouthed, like wants to have sex with her stepbrother. like mm. if she's just a degenerate. But she, but she's like sells herself to the world as being like this religious abstinence right like, Christian. Yeah. That's doing all the clubs and going to Princeton or Harvard or whatever. Mm-hmm. So but but they're twisted and their family's twisted. So yeah. she Ryan Philippi wants to have sex with her too. Their step brothers. That right. No blood. Right. Yeah. It's still weird. Yeah, but it is. he's like, <laughs> you still got to be at Christmas dinner together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she says, all right, this new girl that came into town, the legally blonde. Um, what's her name? Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. is the new girl in town. And I guess Sarah Michelle Gellar is supposed to. Selma Blair is in the movie, too. Yeah. She's I love Selma Blair. She's great. Character. And so basically the bet was that she would have sex with them. If Ryan Felipe um, seduced the good girl, which was Reese B- uh, spoon okay, she had She had he had to seduce her and then dump her. Yeah, and that was the goal. So he gets close to her and they end up going out and that's the whole thing. Oh, the bets off because I like her yeah. type of thing. But the just the hatred and the scenes between every it was just really good. And w- they had, was
2: there was there killing in it too?
0: I mean, there wasn't. Someone died. Yeah. Okay. But there wasn't killing.
2: Who's Selma Blair's character?
0: Selma Blair is another rich girl that, um, that, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller just wants to turn evil. Evil. evil, evil. Just, yeah. yeah. Just evil. wants to get her to do something, compromise herself. Yeah. And she's just, she's just a, ma- was a masochist when you want other yeah. people. Yeah. She's just a masochist. Her role is, is probably the reason I like the movie. Because you <laughs> yeah. well, you used to seeing her
2: play Buffy. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. she's like this goody she, little two shoe Which Buffy. is probably what. Drew Herschel. Oh, yeah, jeez. If you're an actor and you want to play the guy with no scruples, you know, you want to play the the villain or have fun with it. And when it's something that you... I mean, you just have to twist your your morals and values uh, the way they do in the, I, because I've seen bits and pieces of the movie, uh, not enough to know the storyline or uh, know how it turns out. But I always liked Ryan Phillippe too. Yeah. Uh, he was great in Homegrown. And uh, yeah, what what was some other movies Ryan? He was Phillippe in MacGruber. MacGruber, yeah. yeah. Homegrown Grun- was great. great oh, yeah. I love the uh, what was the one with him and Chris Cooper. Uh, breach, breach, breach. We haven't talked oh, about breach. Yeah, yet. yeah that he was a badass movie man. That, and that was like a spy versus oh, spy. Really good. Thing. That was a tense. That could have that been was a thriller a tense movie. That's but, one oh, of those God.
0: movies if 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 someone's in the room trying to remember the combination for a safe while somebody's trying to get yeah, like someone's coming to the room right, and that tension. That right there, t- yeah. I let you the borrow. whole movie with that tension. Yeah. I let you borrow it.
2: It's really really Hell good. I'll work it into it. Chris Cooper was Chris Cooper was next level in that movie. Yeah, he was really good. But it, and I've liked other stuff that uh, Selma Blair I always liked in uh, the Hellboy movies. Yeah, and the different stuff she's. Now
0: this movie isn't for everybody. I really enjoyed it. I think the it's music. Very popular, movie. I yeah. Think I the remember music, it being I extremely Netflix. popular. The music was great. The Selma Blair was a side story that was really cool. Um, there was and I love to hate bratty little rich kids <laughs> <laughs> well that's
2: Brett Easton Ellis has, has made his career off writing because he's the guy who wrote American Psycho and wrote Lesson Zero mm. and uh, he did that uh, the Informers movie yeah. so he, all he does is write about rich bratty people like
0: so that's not maybe that's why I liked Heathers in a yeah. way
2: yeah Heathers well, well that was at least the, the that was a bratty little rich that kid that was at least the uh, the outcast getting one over on it. see that's mm. more of what I'm interested in mm. is if you can conf- if you see that the life goes to hell well, for the bratty Rich kids. I'm all for the it. The ending <laughs> the ending for this
0: movie was satisfying because there was a point of decision making by a bunch of different people mm-hmm. and they made the right one yeah. mm-hmm. and fucked over the people that were being you know yeah. the antagonists of this movie. Yeah. So nice. I had to have it on my list even though it's I still need to watch
2: it. it. It's one of those movies like I went uh, I went twenty years before watching uh, Top Gun and Dirty Dancing. I didn't really? see him until, like, five years ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. He never it, knew who put Baby in the corner. Uh, what? It was one of those movies. nobody puts Baby <laughs> and, in the corner. And it's one of those situations <laughs> where you, you've mentioned a couple times with movies, you, it's like, it's not like I'm intentionally avoiding him. Yeah. Or. It was like, I didn't, wa- I just didn't, wasn't in the situation watching back way in the day. I
0: haven't watched, um, what's that? Vote exactly. for pa- Vote for Pedro. Movement. Oh, the Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Did I get that back from you yet? No, you it's sitting on my shelf. Oh. I
2: got an extra copy waiting for you. Trade them out. Uh, Gosh, Dave. My <laughs> <laughs> just my whole life's gonna be illuminated. Like
0: I'm gonna, it's gonna be that moment where I go back through my brain and and the four thousand instances where people were using quotes from that movie that are gonna come back. Oh, is that, what he meant? Like, oh yeah. is that what he meant? Oh, that
2: Every that once in a that while that happens be? to me though. I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, damn, why did oh, I yeah. wait so long? And uh, Ip Man was those movies because my. Friend work has been telling me for ten years to watch it. Mm-hmm. No, uh,
1: uh, the one you <laughs> said the other day with Tom Cruise. It's
2: beautiful, man. Oh, taps. I've, I've always yeah. heard that quote, but never knew where it came. You from You saw it? No, I never oh, had. Oh, you should. You know, me. but I'll let you borrow. Got it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my number three, and this was a movie I loved in the movie theater. Man, that was one of those movies. It was one of those movies where I wish I could jump through the screen and. And be in that choke world? somebody. Oh, <laughs> <choke> <laughs> somebody. Because I, I'm just, they were just so disturbing and evil in this movie. And this was uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Oh, yeah. And Rebecca De Mornay had never played a bad uh, actress, or a bad actress, bad bad character <laughs> yeah. in a movie. And uh, she had done, like, Risky Business, and she was, uh, I think she had already done Feds. Remember? Do you remember Feds? Feds she was, was so the, much fun. She was
0: the it girl for a little while. Uh, oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Do you remember Feds? I was, do. That We're, was such a fun movie where she had to go through the police academy. Yes, I love that with, movie, with, Yeah, dude. with that mousy little
1: yeah, uh, that girl. Yeah, dude. And in and, and the end, the dude goes ice fishing and she's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> you got Sheboygan or something like that. That's crazy. heads
2: man. I haven't thought of that in a long time. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, Rebecca De Mornay. you've got uh, Annabelle Shiura who uh, was in a random movie called Whispers in the Dark that I loved but she was also in Jungle Love and Uh, You've got the guy who replaced Gutenberg in the Police Academy movies Mm -hmm. as the dad, who was also, we've mentioned him before, uh, he was also played Lloyd Braun in the Seinfeld uh, episodes. Uh, But he played the dad in this beard, and uh, you'd probably recognize him. And the little girl, the little girl is the girl that she eventually went on to do the nanny with uh, uh, Fran Drescher, but then she went on to Californication. Remember the... uh, Oh, his like, down. is it his daughter or something? No, she's really p- cute, but she's kind of got like a sleepy eye thing going. But she's really, really cute.
0: But the daughter is really still really young. No, now. this is
2: what, then it must not have been a daughter. It was a maybe it was one of his girlfriends or something. Because the like
0: daughter, the daughter
2: in that show was like sixteen or yeah. seventeen. Well, she was young in Hannah Rock's Cradle. In Hannah Rock's Cradle, she was like seven and she was cute. You could tell she was going to be. uh She would look gorgeous when she grew up. So it was a very simple story that. uh it was a normal family with Annabella Shora, uh, the I wish I knew his name, the guy from uh, uh, Police Academy Five and his daughter. And uh, what happens is you see Annabella Shore go to the gynecologist at the beginning. And the gynecologist uh, is being just really weird and shady, and then you see him take his gloves off right before he examines her. And so you know he did, he did some horrible stuff to her. And the next scene is she's got asthma. And the next scene is her just running out of the uh, doctor's office, bullying full asthma attack. And you realize that this, doc- this doctor just molested her. And she gets home. And you, the next uh, thing you see is, uh, you got his name? No, I'm oh, more okay. trying to go for it. Oh, okay, <laughs> it. oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt McCoy. Matt McCoy, yeah. man. He's really good, when man. You see, you see him-, him randomly in different stuff. Uh, He was really good at Police Academy 5. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved him. He was the dad in another sitcom. Oh, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. He was a dad in the sitcom. But then uh, what happens is this guy, the gynecologist, shoots himself in the head, kills himself. Because and it of was, what he does, it, out of disgrace. And it oh ends up God. being uh, uh, it ends up being Rebecca de Mornay's well, husband. And wh- you see, husband, yeah. uh, you see Rebecca de Mornay at like this board meeting and everything, and they're telling her what the they're going to lose something because of the husband and this and that. And right when she leaves the board meeting, she has a miscarriage and loses her baby. Oh wow! And she goes into this depression funk. And uh, flash forward like... Psychosis. Flash forward like two years, Annabella Shure has had her baby, or maybe it's just a year, uh... Annabella uh, Sure has her baby, and they're looking for a nanny. And who shows up to be the nanny is Rebecca De Mornay. And you
3: know this and, and as an audience. As myself. an audience, you know this, mm-hmm. which is interesting because they could have
2: went the other way, yeah. right, you know, but yeah. they did show her at the beginning, so they want you to know because they want from day one they show her doing shady shit. Right. Remember, she starts like breastfeeding the baby herself. Yeah, man. And, and then that's the
1: debate. Yeah, that's the weirdest scene in the well, movie. Well, that's the creepiest the, scene
2: in the movie. Actually, the real star of this movie, uh, in he was so impressive in it was Ernie Hudson. Ernie yeah,
1: Hudson, you keep saying this scene, and I don't remember this scene. Well, Ernie
2: right. Hudson comes in as a handyman that's actually placed at the house I ain't by never this. we going back in the ocean. Ever. Uh, <laughs> well, he plays a mentally challenged uh, uh, guy in this, and he comes in and he's really slow that's in his right. speech. He creates this great sympathetic character who's really sweet, and he plays with the little girl and he does stuff. And he realizes shortly on that Rebecca Dormerne is kind of evil too. Does he get it in uh, the greenhouse? No, that is her friend, who's played by Julian Moore, who is a nobody at this oh, time. Oh wow! Who comes over and Rebecca Mornay starts picking people off, but but making it look like accidents. Yeah. But yeah. what she does to Ernie Hudson is where I would have what wanted to go do? through the uh, screen. She takes a pair of the little eight-year-old's panties and puts it in his toolbox. Oh, oh my God. And then tells Annabella Shura. Uh, oh, just man. Uh, oh. Annabella Shura is looking for scissors or something. She's like, oh, I think What's-His-Name had him in his toolbox. Set him oh, up. my and
1: God. And when they
2: find it, they fire him and they just show him in the background, like, not understanding what's going on oh. and everything. And he has a great moment at the end, though. Uh and this is a movie I'll probably I can I can tell you towards you, the end. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's, yeah, you it's got been this you Has been, tell a it's been a while too, and uh, so it all comes down to Rebecca De Mornay is. Uh, Rigs up the uh, the greenhouse and sets up Julian Moore and kills her, mm-hmm. and then uh, Annabelle Shira ends up finding out who she is basically and comes back to the house and reveals it while she's she's trying to steal the husband away at some point yeah. too. Yeah, like you know doing major flirtatious shit and then Annabella Shura comes in at the end and says, "That's such and such's widow," and uh, and he's shocked and like, "You need to leave. You need to leave right now." And Annabella punches her, drops her like over the table. Oh, nice, like really hard punch, and. Uh, She's going to leave and everything, and then uh, at some point, it just goes back and forth where they're attacking each other. Yeah. And uh, she takes her asthma inhalers. Uh, she had previously like emptied her asthma inhalers. Oh, that's so right. That yeah. de- uh, uh, she gets on the ground, and you think she's out cold, and then Rebecca de Mornay steals the baby and has got to go upstairs. But what, what amazing thing that happens is you thought Ernie Hudson was out of the movie. Right. And when they go upstairs, you realize that Ernie Hudson – uh, has got the baby and is like rescuing the little girl and they're about to leave the, uh, uh, the attic. And then, uh, uh, Rebecca Morimay at this Point is, lost her mind. He's even calling the baby hers. Oh, she's like, God. get away from my baby. And she starts <laughs> oh attacking God, him with yeah. the poker and everything. And yeah. he's like, no, you're not taking the baby. And all of a sudden, Annabelle Shure comes out of uh, nowhere. And uh, you can tell that she's still alive. And she actually fakes another asthma attack and gets up at the uh, last moment and just pushes her mechamorne out the upstairs window. Re- oh, yeah. And she flies oh, off. And I, I'll, that's why I'm going to ruin this ending because uh, she falls onto the white picket fence and when I was in the theater I had never heard a cheer like that in my oh, life. Yeah. The oh, entire nice. theater that's that's was awesome. clapping Yeah, so thrilled they killed her. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. So what? She really could have been on my villain there list some, because she, she was evil man. Yeah, absolutely. She was really evil. There yeah. was uh,
0: What was another movie like that?
2: I think we were one together when everybody went. When everyone went nuts, I went to a couple nuts. theaters where people were like, uh, out of their out of control. Arachnophobia is the arachnophobia and Scream two are two of the ones that I that stick in my mind the most, where people were just animated as shit. Uh-huh. And it depends when oh, you're going.
0: There's people that can't watch that. Oh, it, uh, yeah. it really will only happen I love on that opening I I night. You know, Julian usually Sand you don't see
2: that type night. of. Uh, Unless maybe Saturday matinees, you will. But uh, the movie theater has to be really packed for that kind of. They were loud during Friday. <laughs> oh yeah, they were definitely loud during Friday. That was yeah. no, I,
1: like I said, I remember uh, after Django, there was a standing ovation. Oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Nice. It was awesome. Yeah. You don't see that much. No. So uh, yeah, handle rocks the cradle, man. Loved it. Loved Rebecca De doing that. Just kind of role reversal, man. He's not playing that like sexy uh, kind of heroine or uh, different roles she's played. Yeah. I'd play evil as shit. I'll always go down to history as one of the worst. <laughs> so what you got? Number
1: two. Number two. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say up front, I am not giving away much from this movie. All right. Uh, All right. So my number two. We're <laughs> <laughs> playing games, Dave. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, so, so, you know. <laughs> so my number two is The Game with uh, Michael Douglas, Sean Penn. Uh, what is it? Deborah <laughs> Unger. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling you're reading this. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, at the top he is reading man. it. Deborah
2: Unger was great in Payback. Oh, she yeah. Was that, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, she was the shady girlfriend that turned on him. Yeah. yeah she was really She always plays that shady ass character, man.
1: Um, and also, uh, what's it? James Rebhorn. Oh, yeah. He's he awesome. Great. He
2: just recently died. He was, oh, did he really? He, he played Clara oh, Danes as his dad, who also oh, had. Yeah, yeah. uh uh, autism in uh, in Homeland. He was really really good. He's that type of guy that they. Uh, I think he was in a couple episodes. He's been in a lot of TV also. It's mm-hmm. one of those actors that you tell anyone you you know him if you you saw him.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, same same line on that is Mark Boone Junior. Mark Boone Junior. This guy here.
2: Uh, where am I looking?
1: Bottom all the way right there. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: He's the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. He was on Seven. He was the one that... They oh, yeah. Stinky, Stinky Man. Man. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, yeah. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, oh, my bad. This movie uh, was... This movie was... This, this movie was amazing. Amazing. Yeah.
1: And... I don't know how you discovered it. I think it was 97. You don't have to be exact.
0: It was in the late 90s. It was in the later 90s. And
2: I don't know how you discovered it, but with me, it was my friend Pete at the time who said, you haven't seen the game. Yeah. You have to see it. You will thank me for it. I can't tell you a thing about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sold Paul out. Yeah. I'll see it. Yeah. And it was David Fincher. And at this point in time, we didn't know how great Fincher was. You know, Fincher Little had, did we know. Li- uh, because really, Fincher had only done Alien Three up until this point. This right. was like his third movie, and even after Alien Three, he went on to because he was he has done like. 200 music videos. He did Vogue, the Madonna video. Oh, he did really? so many famous videos. That's how There's he started. There's a lot of guys came well, from that genre. He he did videos and then he did Alien 3 and they it was a horrible experience for him. They they destroyed his movie. You need to watch the director's cut of mm. Fincher's version of Alien 3 because the other one is nothing. Really? Like what he wanted. He, it was like a very Francis Ford Coppola experience on Godfather where it wasn't very fun for him. So he actually went back to do Freaking music videos. After all, like three. <laughs> no I get paid did, the like, same another, amount of money, yeah. and I'm done in He's three like, days. He's like, fuck <laughs> this, man. I'm not going to deal with the, all the Hollywood around it and everything. But then he came back to do the game, and man, it yeah. was
1: huge. Such a good movie. And, and it was a book. Was it a book? I don't think so.
2: So tell us tell us something about the game. Tell us,
0: tell us the people who are in it, at least.
1: All right, well, okay.
0: So, no, yeah, you, so, you can so tell I'm, the basis. Mike, uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. Michael Douglas
1: is basically, like, a very wealthy investment banker. Yeah. Um Sean Penn plays his brother uh Connor or Con- Connor Connor, like yeah. Um, they're they're both
2: kind of dealing with uh, the death of their dad. Right. Which happened when they were younger. He committed suicide. Yeah, he committed suicide, yeah. jumped off a building. Yeah.
1: And so, you know, this is later on in life and
2: kind of hardened both of them. It's certainly Michael Douglas, he
1: and they went in two different
2: paths. Like yeah, one
1: yeah. was a free spirit, right? And the other.
2: Yeah, he was. A, but he was also the, kind of the fuck up. Kind of, right, yeah. yeah. Free that's spirit. A, that's what I meant. <laughs> Didn't did I say mean? that? That's yeah. what family That's what is called a fuck up. <laughs> that's so funny. If you're at family yeah. dinner and you can't spot the fuck up.
1: Somebody, you might be the fuck up. I had <laughs> somebody call me a free spirit like six months ago. <laughs> that, that Son,
3: I, kid that's you son not, of a bitch? Son of
0: a bitch.
1: all uh, code, man. So um, it's. Michael Douglas's birthday. And, you know... Who do you get? What do you
0: get the man that has everything? Exactly. Yep. And that exactly.
1: One the that's the exactly line. what yep. it was. And so uh, Sean Penn, you know, gives him this invitation to a game. Yeah. And so he goes, and he takes a test. Like they, you that know, that was
2: my favorite part, man. When he's testing, yes, I dude. love it. For yeah. some reason, I just love watching it, them do the testing. It was,
1: and, and I, 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 don't want to say anything more other than the testing was awesome. You know, I, no, I mean we could talk about the testing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go uh, ahead.
2: Well, they they bring him in, and they're asking him. Not only are they doing mental evaluations, they're doing physical evaluations yeah, to him. Mm-hmm. So he, at this point, he has no clue cool what's like, going on. What is on. this all what about? Is this <laughs> about? What is this about? What is this? Literally, the invitation is nothing but. Uh, you have been given this game and there's an address for you to show up. Right. And uh, James Reborn uh, is very kind of, uh, I, I can't tell you what it is and everything, but I can tell you it's going to change your life and it's, it's going to be a good thing and everything. But we want to put you through some tests to, to just see where your levels are, where you're at, right. uh, where uh, we want to put you in this game or something. So they have them doing this mental things and it's weird questions too. It's like, uh, uh, are you embarrassed when you're, uh, when you're masturbated? Have you ever strangled a, a chick Or something like that. Weird questions like this should not be on any mental evaluation. Right. And the physical one. He's
0: talking about masturbation and choking the (laughs) dude.
2: I just wanted to point that out. It it is true. It is true.
1: I see what you did there.
2: That's funny. Uh,
1: I need
2: a moment. So. uh, and the physical stuff, they got him running on treadmills, they got like the yeah. the, the pads on his chest to yep. check his heart rate and everything, yep. and then uh, they will uh, they tell him, okay, we'll get back to you. Well, no- <laughs> But mean, spends like six hours.
1: No, you know? well, I remember, and he's watching that movie? That's right, he does- Oh, did they tell him he's stuff. not a
0: candidate or something? So he thought it was- Right. I think they tell him he- Yeah, after he had- Sorry, him, you just don't
3: qualify. You don't qualify. He gets a phone call yeah. about yeah. it and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And- uh, you know, but yeah, and, and he's watching during the testing. He's watching that yeah, like Clockwork
2: Orange type stuff when they were like watching the violence. And yeah, stuff like you, know, that, you
1: know, and and he turns around and he's like, "Does this, Does this end?" end? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and and there's nobody to respond. And he kind of watches it for a little bit more, and he walks out, and everybody's just gone. Yeah, you know, like. It,
2: it, it's really frustrating for him because he was like, "I just wasted my time, and I have no and, idea what that." And happened. his like, time an is extremely valuable. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my favorite part is the part that's coming up when he when he comes home. Mm. And he finds the clown in the driveway. He finds the clown in the driveway, and he just drags the clown in, and he puts it in his front foyer. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he's sitting in his room by himself, yeah. and that reporter is a famous reporter. Oh, is He's he? very yeah. famous. Oh, yeah. He's oh, a real reporter. That. Like on the news yeah. that he watches every like night. Like daily. No shit. The yeah. news that he I, watched yeah. there every night,
0: They had the, it was the same and, guy. It'd be
2: like Dan Rather, uh, yeah. you know, playing yeah. Dan Rather. They just paid this guy a lot of money to... Come in as the actor. Come in as the actor. Uh, so what's, what's interesting about this, so you've got Michael Douglas is sitting there on the couch. And all of a sudden, he, he's listening to the news. And all of a sudden, the newscaster is talking to him. Directly. Yeah. And, and telling him, this is your game. And the game starts now. And the object of the, the game is to find out what the object of the game is. Right. I mean, it, it actually is what it is. And uh, he tells him, uh, he gives him one clue that leads him back to the clown right? Mm-hmm. And in his mouth is a key. Right. And he pulls the key out, and you can tell, oh my god, this is going to be crazy, man. Yeah. But this mm-hmm. is, when you're a moviegoer and you're watching it, this is where you're like, oh, we're going to go on a ride, man. And we, the the uh, the roller coaster was going up. And yeah. now we're peaking, and we're <laughs> about to go down. Yeah. Because it's an exciting ride from well, that's that point one of, forward.
0: It, it's one of those, the that had already been going up, up we tell and you, you didn't realize that, but, you were getting on a ride. Yeah. And it was getting ready to go over the top. Yeah. And it's an exciting
2: ride, and it's amazing I don't know and if, anyone and you, it, you ever known anyone that said they didn't like the game no right? I don't it's one of those I, movies that not a single everyone person everyone loves yeah.
1: and if you haven't seen it go and see it yeah. because it's great and we'll give a little teaser
2: yeah I think we're gonna do like a like we said earlier that might be like a, mo- a shocking ending or a movie spoiler kind of pod that we do in the future and uh, we'll make sure we put that on there we can talk a little bit more about it on that one yeah. uh, but for now we'll we'll leave it at that Yeah, fabulous though all right. What do you got,
0: Dave? What are, what are we on? Number two? Number two? Number two already. Mm-hmm. Let's walk back quick. Um, I don't know if you've seen this movie. I'm pretty sure you've seen this movie. It has a lot of elements of what I like about movies, but it's, it's kind of slow. It's called Arlington Road. Oh,
2: yeah. Love
1: Arlington Road. He that. actually gave me this, and I didn't have a chance to watch it. I got week. it right here, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: It is... It's an excellent movie.
0: Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. it in the theater. Really, really
2: good.
1: I, we watched the trailer, though, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah. So I might remember a little bit so about it. So um,
0: basically, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Jeff, uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. So Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bridges, he's a, he's a professor at a university. He's married. His wife is an ATF agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's killed in the line of duty in what? They portray, they don't come out and say it, but they use all the elements of Ruby Ridge. Yeah. They, like, they... They don't say it's Ruby Ridge, but they talk about the scenario a lot. And it's the same uh-huh. things that happened. Oh, you're looking at me because you don't know what happened on Ruby Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a It's okay. We can, yeah. we can skip that. Yeah, the, the, It was like Waco, but no, yeah. a lot smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. An insurgents and it went wrong. So it I went wrong you. and a lot of missed signals and people died. I got you. Anyways. So, but he teaches a law class. It's kind of surrounding the power of government yeah. i guess is what he does yeah. he's still friends with his wife's partner at the agency and so what happens is the opening of this movie is awesome the opening
2: and opening the, the opening, ending, the opening yeah. and the ending of this movie are awesome we the, won't reveal the ending of this movie either because the it's,
0: opening is it, i think it starts up point of view at first i can't remember the opening
2: the, now the kid that.
0: with his fingers blown off then the, the member oh the the A kid, bomb had just gone off, or something, or firecrackers, I think. Okay, and the son, Robin's son. That's right. That's right. Is is wandering down the street. Yeah, and because what happened was he blew his hand off playing, I think, with some of his parents' explosives. Yeah, Ooh. I've already jumped too far into the movie for that. <laughs> but but that opening was great because yeah. he just his kid with like his fingers like hanging off. But basically, the of the you should mention
2: too that. Uh, so he's got two neighbors that move. They in. They just move in. They yeah, just I was getting in. to that. He's part. got two so neighbors.
0: So it's Tim Robbins and Joan uh, Cusack. Who's amazing in this who movie? She's great. They play great, she's they play great this. and they ho- have him over and host him. But then you finally they start like they have some crazy views, and you finally they start challenging him on his views, and you can it gets uncomfortable. They have some of those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, but what you come to find out is he go he goes to use the phone in there and study. Mm-hmm and sees a bunch of plans for, like, federal buildings. He knew the guy was right, an architect. Right, because he's an architect, yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he was like, why would he have these? Right. And
2: this guy's already kind of got that uh, conspiracy theory bug yeah, yeah. in his mm-hmm. head. So that's what's great about this movie is you don't know if it's just Jeff Bridges being a conspiracy theory nut or yeah. if he's, like, yeah. if he's actually on something here. Yeah. And that maybe they his neighbors played that out to the very, and the twist at the end. Oh, the twist at the end man, was, was so
0: good. S- satisfying as hell, so man. And it, it's it's one of those satisfying, but it's, like, it's...
2: It, it's one of those... F- yeah. it, it makes the movie even ten times better at yeah. the mm-hmm. ending. It, because when you're going through the movie and you're watching it, you're like, this is a pretty good movie right here. They got a lot of great tension, a lot of good scenes and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at one point, you can tell that it went next level. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh my God, this is even better of a movie than I thought it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, uh, you'll enjoy it. And it's if you very are, exciting. I, I, like,
0: I like Jeff Bridges. and like he's, the girl, He meets Goldblum. a co-ed... Jeff Goldblum. He, he meets <laughs> the co-ed. He says... And... They, like, use her as the voice of reason, but then she starts validating his
2: conspiracies. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Like, oh, no, you were, you were right, and he was like... And then,
2: like, goes she... goes down wa- to some yeah. really great car chase scenes. And uh, car accidents. Car accidents and, and stuff. Oh, and and, and moments where uh, something bad's gonna happen at any minute. Yeah. yeah really good. But that's a, I guess we'll just leave it there.
1: And what's that. the name of this one? Arlington, Arlington Road. Road. Arlington Road. Yeah, really good, man. I might take that back from you.
0: Yeah, re-borrow it, man. Oh, you gave it... Oh, you gave it, it, it back without watching it? Yeah, yeah. well, I did. It's like Redbox. You don't have to give it back until you finish it. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll be $2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think they charge you nightly for that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. For my number two, and this was my number one and my number two. he could have easily been flipped. I really love both my last two movies here a hell of a lot. And uh, so, but number two, I'm gonna put uh, the brilliant Brian De Palma, and this has got so many great Brian De Palma moments in this movie. Is 1980, uh, 1992's Raising Kane. And have you seen Raising Kane? I
1: have. I saw it once in the theater with my dad. Oh, nice. And I, I remember. I know. Right? <laughs>
2: dad takes you to some strange movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're good though. They're good. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that. And you have definitely seen that. Oh, movie, I've yeah, seen it. And I love time.
2: this movie, it's man. John Lithgow. John Lithgow doing th- uh, double role, right? John oh, Lithgow. And uh, they reveal uh, early on that he's uh, like uh, schizophrenic, multiple, and uh, multiple personalities, personalities yeah. and uh, not until the end, do you oh, or towards the end, and I won't give away the uh, the, the main part of the ending, but uh, he he certainly got uh, he's got several multiple personalities, yeah. and you realize it uh, kind of three fourths of the way through that at, at one point. For the majority of it, you really think it's just one personality he's ha- he has, right? And he, you see him in the scene talking to himself, mm-hmm. which is really disturbing. But the stuff he that, does a brilliant job. In this oh movie. yeah, oh, really? Yeah. He's a great actor. He yeah, is. and I don't know if anyone Harry and the Hendersons, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. The World According to Garp, man. I love, uh, I love him in everything. But uh, did you ever see the Dexter season with him in it,
3: playing uh, the uh, the no.
2: Zodiac killer? Or the, uh, it wasn't the Zodiac Killer. It was something. He was the serial killer. The the scariest portrayal I've ever seen is a serial killer. Really? His opening scene is a oh, scene. Oh, yes, I did see it. The opening scene where he, uh, uh you see him in the bathroom, and he's yep. taking all his clothes off. Mm-hmm. And you think he is getting into the bathtub, and he just goes into the corner. And you realize that he is in some lady's mm-hmm. bathroom. Uh, bathroom that she doesn't even know he's there so she goes in and takes uh is about to drop her robe and he comes out of nowhere totally naked and like uh holy shit strangles her yeah and then puts her in the bathtub with him and sits him in front of her and is like killing watching her and her, cutting her yeah. and watching her die in the bathtub oh and, my and god like, oh my god you That's should pull insane. up the, the the john lithgow bathtub dexter scene it's really <laughs> intense, uh, intense uh but this was the first time we got to see him play kind of crazy insane like this. And like I said earlier, this has so many Brian De Palma moments to it. The the framing of characters in this movie is mm. very weird and unsettling. It's things are cockeyed, things dressed are to kill super is, right? yep, dressed to kill, same way. <laughs> It, you've got a character on the right hand of the screen really mm-hmm. big and in the uh, back is something super clear that you could see. Carrie was another Brian De Palma movie that had all those elements that was filmed and the style was just so... And when Brian De Palma gets the right material, that style of his goes with that genre so well and I think it really nailed it in Raising Kane.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So just to give you a premise of what's going on in Raising Cain is you've got uh, Carter... I think it's Carter. Yeah. Carter is... Uh, who John Lithgow plays in the movie and he's got a daughter and he's got a wife played Lolita Davidovich plays the uh, wife and he's just like a normal dad, but he's kind of obsessing with his, uh, um, with his daughter and you don't realize why they don't let you uh, wait too long before you realize what's happening. There's a great scene where he's, uh, takes his daughter to the uh, playground every day and lets her play and you could tell that he interacts with the other moms who are uh, uh with their kids. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where he's driving with this uh with this woman and his kid's in the back seat, his little girl's in the back seat and uh her little boy's in the back seat. And they're just out uh completely uh out of it. And uh at some in Carter, uh, John Lithgow is in the passenger seat. And they're just talking about shit. And, he's, and she's like, wow, well, you're the perfect dad. And your wife know how lucky she is. You take care of the kid. And you do everything. And all, out of nowhere, John Lithgow blows this weird sand in her face. And you don't know what the hell. She's like, whoa, I got something in my eye. She didn't see that he's the one who did it. Uh-huh. He's like, pull over to the side of the road. Pull over. And uh, he pulls over and uh, ends up uh, putting chloroform over her mouth. Oh, and, wow. Uh, that's the first sign that you see there's a split personality because all of a sudden on the side of the road, you could see him with a pair of dark sunglasses with like That's a, what with I a, remember with a different sunglasses. demeanor yeah. talking mm-hmm. to him and, and saying, hey, you're going to get caught. You uh, Because remember at some point, there's a couple of people that are going to walk mm-hmm. by and mm-hmm. he tells her, better kiss her, better kiss her and make it look like you're making out with her and everything. Yeah. You're going to get caught and he does it at the last minute. So he's literally listening to his – evil shoulder angel basically right, yeah. Yeah. that we're seeing on screen <laughs> and uh uh then you see him start killing other uh moms and taking the kids and you don't realize what that the yeah that's the question you don't know what the hell's going on here uh at one point uh though they go into this thing where his wife's having an affair with Stephen bauer you know the guy from uh uh, Scarface, yeah, his buddy, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and she's having an affair and he, he sets him up, uh, and, uh, puts one of the bodies in the trunk of his car and calls, cops and, uh, calls the cops and everything. Damn. And, uh, uh, they blame him for it and everything. And then they, uh, while he's at the police station, they call down this one, uh, one of the old school cops who's just retired, but showing back up at the police station, Which says that they they well. had a yeah. uh, <laughs> that they rec- he recognized Carter because his dad was a famous scientist who uh got caught uh, experimenting on children oh. uh, uh. and realizes that this guy was pulled in for uh for something involving kids. so they called this old uh uh psychologist up and everything who is familiar with who uh, Carter Hayes right, yeah. so she talks to him in the room and that's when shit just opens up and you realize that he's also someone named Margo he's also Margo, this little. Yeah. he's also this little, uh, little seven kid. year old kid yeah. and he's got all these different personalities and everything and you think that his dad is one of the personalities until you realize that he's bringing the kids to his father his oh, father has wow. been experimenting on John Lithgow's uh, since he was a little kid. Oh, wow. And he has basically created all these personas that John Lithgow is uh, uh, playing out. To so the point where he's manipulating uh, John Lithgow through the different personalities to actually go and kidnap children and Jesus. bring them to him so he can experiment on them. God. <laughs> and it's just damn. this what the hell? And he plays the Layered, dad, movie. too, doesn't he? He plays the dad. He just plays it a little super older. older. And it's really I just crazy. just remember him being creepy. And it goes down to this great ending where John. I'm not going to tell you about, but it's just exciting. And it's got a lot it's of those. funny, we haven't been able to talk the ending.
0: I know, anything. I was thinking this that earlier. more than any other pod. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah it's true. Well, right?
1: it'll it'll go well with the spoiler pod.
2: Yeah, it will come know? back okay. to us. Uh, I'm going to spoil all. I know, right? <laughs> well, the, my number one, it, it can be spoiled. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but the uh, it goes down this great ending and everything, but it has got a lot, of, like I said, it's got a lot of those Brian De Palma moments, and he does those long tracking shots. Remember the one in Carrie, where they first get into the prom and they're showing the entire crowd and then it goes up the string to where the pig's blood is yeah. and it shows it. and It's all one cut and you can tell that it, it's like a four and a half l- um, long scene that if they fuck that scene up, uh, they got to go yeah. back to the, the, original. the original moment. Yeah, And they, he has that moment in this where the psychologist is, after she uh, tells them what's going on with him, they're like walking all the way through the entire police station, down the stairs, around uh, into different halls. Hallways, and then they eventually go into a room where there's a dead body under a uh, uh, under a tarp, sheet. Yeah, under okay. a sheet. Yeah. And the uh, this is all the same cut from yeah. when they left upstairs. Yeah. And they he does that. remember they Did you you say they steak found guys a, earlier. Was that the one you're talking? That's about? That's another one, uh, though. But that's uh, that's another De Palma movie where he does that long shot. But it goes all the way to the sheet and then you got the uh, – who's the guy that does the autopsy? You got the coroner there Mm -hmm. and says, we pulled this body out of the water. You should see the face. You should see the expression on her face. And then they they pan slowly to everyone leaning in to look at him Uh and then they pull the sheet off and the face has got this like – horrified look on it and that's where it cuts oh so it's like this great six minutes i think it's like it's got to be between four and a half minutes to six minutes long that scene i just can't imagine having to be that on as an actor or as the grips or the dolly or the camera operator i wonder
0: how many times they i'm always interested in what take it was he does
2: some really interesting stuff there's something in uh, there's one in uh that snake is ridiculous why you would it is ridiculous but uh, similar, that he tries to do that in all of his movies. I think he's just got an eye for that, and that's the kind of director he is. I mean, I
0: think every director has an eye for that. You just can't pull it off. You yeah. he can. <laughs>
2: and he does a scene in uh, Dress for Kill where it's a crane shot that's coming down like from sixty feet up, but it's a. Uh, uh, on top of the crane, it's not just the camera. It's the dolly operator. And he steps off. Oh, and he wow. steps off oh, the crane. What movie was that? When he gets they the,
0: showed it. The harness he was in. Uh, it was a behind-the-scenes the one. He did not Dress to Kill. Well, there was a behind-the-scenes to one movie where the guy had a harness on. He, they lowered him in the crane, yeah. and, he, and the, as soon as he hit the ground, the harness popped. Yep.
2: And oh, he wow. walked. S- similar to the Dress wow. to Kill. But, yeah, it's it's crazy next level, but it's awesome.
1: All right, number ones. All right, number one. Uh, we got Wesley Snipes, Robert De Niro.
2: Ooh, I know what this is. The fan. The fan, man. This is another one that goes under people's radars. You know, people don't bring this up much.
1: It it really did. And uh, you Ridley know.
2: Scott, who's an amazing. He loves. We love a lot of Ridley Scott movies mm-hmm. on yeah. this pod, man. We're talking Alien, uh, Blade Runner, Black Rain, which we haven't talked about yet. Even Tony uh, Scott stuff. Is good, all too. Tony Scott stuff is great too. Legend. That's also Ridley.
1: Uh, let's see. John Leguizamo is also in it. Jack Black was in it. I didn't actually wow, remember I don't remember I Jack don't Black. Remember. I think, deck, I think but he, but he might have been the uh, on the radio show or Ellen something. Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin yeah. was great in this. I yeah. love Ellen Barkin. Um, so Benicio give... Del Toro was in it. Yep. That's he was right. one of the yeah, baseball the players. Very so young. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's Superman. right, because he ends up getting killed. Yeah.
2: Super skinny. Skinny, skinny. Yeah. Ah, Benicio Del Toro. Um, Not that he's fat, but he's thick. He was, he was fat in...
0: Um, leaving last not leaving last oh yeah he <laughs> was, was great bad. in
1: that. Um, so basically what you have is uh, Wesley Snipes is a baseball player and you know he's kind of a top shelf you know player that gets paid a lot of money oh, yeah. um, just signed a contract with the San Francisco Giants and they used
2: the real team in, yeah. this, in this movie which is, doesn't it's Robert De Niro man well yeah that's what it is it's De Niro, it's, De Niro and, it's Ridley Scott.
0: and Ridley Scott is showing up oh yeah. you want the Giants yeah. there you go yeah, yeah
1: exactly um, and so, uh, Robert De Niro is just a baseball super fan, yeah. you know, fanatic. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude. I like uh, the literal definition. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of starts off with, uh, De Niro calling in to a radio show hosted by, Mark, uh, and uh, yeah. And you know, the, the question of the day is, is, is his Bobby name is Reborn? Bobby something. Reborn? Rayburn. Rayburn. Rayburn, Rayburn, Rayburn. Yeah. Um, you know, is he going to be what he says he's going to yeah, be, yeah. and he calls he up. He comes like,
2: on like A-Rod, you know, like, like A-Rod coming over from the Rangers to the Yankees the right. way he did, where he's like, we paid way too much for him. This guy better be worth it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but Probably Wesley, Wesley Snipes'
0: mouth him. is what got him in trouble. Yeah. yeah, yeah if he well, had just shown graciousness, no, I think they would have just he was, been friends. Like,
2: he was like <laughs> Pedro Martinez out there yeah. where he was just like, uh, or uh, Manny Ramirez uh, uh, yeah. talking smack and just putting his foot in his mouth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, you know, those are their two roles, and uh, what ends up happening is, is uh, Robert De Niro just becomes more and more obsessed with him, oh, yeah. and starts following him around, and just like waiting stalking for him. Yeah, I call it stalking. Right. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. He's just, stalking yeah him. No. Absolutely. He's just waiting for the moment that he can find an interaction so that he can become part of his life, and. They're at the beach. I guess he lives, uh, you know, on the coast or whatever. Same as a what is it, lethal weapon, you know what I mean? Yeah, Everybody lives yeah. right on the beach.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He was uh, a house with stilts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was you a know. Giants player. They probably know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and so his son is out swimming one day. His son also plays, like, Little League Baseball. And his son is out uh, swimming one day, and something happens. He either gets in a riptide or, you know, and he starts to drown. Well, Robert De Niro sees this as his moment, and he (laughs) runs. Since he's there, (laughs) spying. He just happens to be there, you know. Um, And, you you know, Wesley Snipes does ask him, he's like, What were you doing here? And he says, Oh, I was just passing by. Um, You know, so he saves his kid. So Wesley Snipes is super grateful for him. And that's where, you know, the part comes and... He says, So are you a baseball fan? And and Robert De Niro says, Well, you know, I'm not, what do you say? I'm not crazy about it. I'm not obsessed. I'm not obsessed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, Wesley Snipes. He was lying. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to tone it down as much as possible. And uh, Wesley Snipes is like, Oh, good. You know, I'm glad you're not like one of those super fans because those guys are losers. You know? (laughs) You can see the little. De Niro's like, Triggered! Triggered! (laughs) Triggered! Well, mm-hmm. and also, he's a knife salesman, and, oh, yeah. you know, he's always got knives on him, yeah, and... Yeah, yeah. They're he's su- creepy, man. Yeah, I mean, they're super sharp, too. I
0: think he likes playing this role. Oh, he
2: certainly Oh, yeah, is. yeah. This was, is it? it's had to have been around close to the same time as uh, Cape, Cape Fear. Cape Fear, yeah. Because yeah. Cape Fear was another one where he was <laughs> Come out, insane. come out. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> man, when he Not to get off on that movie, but when, man, when he bit <laughs> Ileana Douglas' cheek off and <sighs> spit it on the ground, I was, oh, man, it's hard to watch still. Yeah,
1: But, uh... Yeah, so, uh, you know, at first he tries to kind of befriend him, and, like, the night that he's... The crazy shows through. Yeah, well, and, and like, the night that he's still there, right after he's rescued his son, uh, Wesley Snipes catches him putting his jersey on, you know, and he gives it to him, you know. Um, And so, eventually, Wesley Snipes realizes that he's crazy, and... Well, doesn't he
0: want to play catch or something or pitch to him out in the yard. He just, he kept wanting more and more. He's just calling him too much
2: too. And, you know,
0: it's
1: just... Yeah. And, you know, eventually he's like, look, you got to stop. You got to leave me alone. So he kidnaps his son. (laughs) That's a reasonable response. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) You know, and he tells him that, uh, you know, he has to hit Either two home runs or something like that, or, or go five know, for five or something, had... something ridiculous. You know, yeah, I think that might have been what it was. Some, you know, but something that's extremely hard to do, and uh, or he's going to kill his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the game comes, and you know he's contacted the police, and like he gets on the radio show and oh, like, yeah, talks yeah. to the radio it's show. Intense. Like
2: they were, they were able to. Ridley Scott is able to work the music around his thrillers and his cuts just yeah. in a way where it makes it exciting.
1: Yeah, you know? and when, and you know, again, like you said, it's a roller coaster ride. Once it starts going, it's just like oh my god, oh my oh, god, yeah, oh yeah. my god, you know what I mean? And, uh... And so, this is,
2: what's interesting... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, what's interesting about this movie to me is, uh, we look at it as a thriller, but I'm wondering if celebrities look at this like a balls-out horror movie. This must be their, <laughs> like, this, story, must be their, yeah. this must be their, like, horror story that because they know all... Big celebrities know those crazy fans. Oh that yeah, they see and they're like, "Oh my god, this is right." Or letters that they get, or, or emails they, that they I get. Think
0: they probably hate the paparazzi more than the uh, fan, yeah. though. Yeah.
2: And we were talking earlier how you were said you were kind of scared to meet some people because you don't want. That's another element to it. You don't want to realize that they're a dick. Yeah, you, you yeah. Because then I would like them anymore. You wouldn't yeah. like them anymore. I've had that happen. And a that's of happened times. a bunch. Yeah. Of who you broke your heart?
1: Uh, what was his name from Nappy Roots? It was. Uh, Skinny DeVille. Skinny oh, DeVille. He was a dick, man. man. Yeah.
2: And I I heard a story because uh uh on Tell Him Steve Dave the pod I listened to the uh one guy BQ said he always felt that about uh his favorite person was uh Ah, uh, Bill Murray. So I don't want to meet Bill Murray. I yeah. don't want to find out if he's a dick or not. And he ended up having gotten a situation where he met Bill Murray. He's the nicest guy I've ever met. in nice. like he was like, he, he was like, it's yeah. all about. Jesus. He doesn't oh. like to talk about himself, so he's always talking about what do you do, what are you, where are you from, what do you think about that, and he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, what are you going to, what are you going to
0: ask Bill Murray? That he yeah, before. yeah, and he
2: he did the same with the guy who played uh, swear Engine? Uh, from oh, yeah, uh, yeah. he said he was the nicest guy in the world. That they, they he ended up, him <laughs> and his wife easiest thing in the world. Well, <laughs> <him and> his, <laughs> they met him at a party and he uh, he, he ended up hanging out. Him and uh, Brian Johnson, the other guy, ended up hanging out with him for Ian McShane. Oh, yeah. uh, hung out with him for like to the point where they had nothing else. Left to say because they were yeah. just uh, shooting the shit so. and he was just so nice of a guy and <laughs> that's awesome. That's the stories you like to hear, but yeah, yeah you don't like to hear those stories about uh the celebrity really disappointed me. And you're like ah, that sucks. you yeah. don't like to hear that.
1: Yeah, but uh, fans just it's 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 a good movie, It's man. a great it's movie, a good man. Good movie, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, we can leave it right there. I think that's good. That yep. way we don't have to give away too much. Yep. And
3: uh, De Niro's I'm, plays I'm crazy well, Yeah, he does.
2: <laughs> right, what you got? What are you ruining? Simple plan simple plan man yeah this is this, a great fantastic movie man it is I Sam this Rameen. is one of my
0: favorite roles that Billy Bob Thornton plays I, just because I told, it's so <laughs> different than what
2: you expect him to play. Yeah,
1: right? absolutely. You know, he said the exact same thing the yeah. other day. Okay. Yeah. Justin
2: yeah. had come over on Monday. He had the day off. And he's like, hey, let, I'm going to come on. Let's watch a movie. And we're like, you haven't seen Simple Plan. You should see it, man. Yeah. We're going to talk was about good. it. And it was it's really, really great. Good. I read the book. Yeah. My mom mailed me the book and said, you have to read this. And uh, I ended up reading it and read it in like a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it moves so quickly and everything. And the same guy who wrote the book wrote the screenplay. Oh, nice! Apparently, he had plans to write the screenplay first, but he thought it'd be easy to write the novel and then adapt it. So he did it that way. Hmm. Uh, Good thing he did. But this was done by Sam Raimi, and it's completely something different for Sam. Raimi. The Evil Sa- Dead guy? Sam Raimi does Evil Dead. He does Spider-Man One and Two, mm-hmm. uh, Army of Darkness. This is yeah.
0: You could never put this movie on him. Yeah, this is kind yeah, of his
2: uh, kind of offshoot kind of thing. So why don't you tell us first who, who we got? So starred. Bill Paxton.
3: You got um, Bill Paxton.
0: Jane, uh, Bridget Fonda, uh, Billy Bob Thornton, and the other guy
3: Thornton who we should know because he was Brent, phenomenal
2: in it—Brent Briscoe—is that what his name is? Brent yeah, Briscoe, like Brent Briscoe. He's, or a, something? he's also one of those characters actors. If you looked him up on IMD, you'd recognize him, and you've yeah. probably seen him in five movies. Yeah, really. Was Gary good Cole
3: in this, movie. in this movie. Gary Cole was awesome in this. He, he was the come guy coming until the end,
2: but the very uh, end.
0: Yeah, yeah. So basically, the premise is the Billy Bob Thornton and. And Paxton are brothers, mm-hmm. and you get—I don't think he comes out and says his brother's slow, but his brother's slow. He's just right. yeah, he's just yeah. A, yeah. He's like very simple.
2: He's not like Ernie Hudson uh, and Hannah the Rocks and Cradle Slow, but he's <sighs> just bad decisions, and you could tell he's more—he's more, he's more he, dumb. He's but more he also dumb. Just doesn't it, get it. He yeah, doesn't I think get he's it. Just yeah. more dumb. He looks dumb up to
0: his slow. brother. Yeah, and his brother's kind of the alpha of the of the family. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so and they have this. They were. They live. What What does he do for a living? He's, He's a feed owns store. Service. He owns the feed feed store. store. Yeah. yeah. So they had a very simple and life. His wife is and like a, the accountant. Who works yeah. There too. I so think it was like a, a, a small town. The oh, the library. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's a small town. Not much going on. The they had the, like this functional yeah, best friend it's, it's that the, liked the, to drink a lot of beer. Yeah. yeah. And the then two they, red light towns. Yeah. And they uh and they went out hunting one day.
2: No, know? it was to put flowers on the grave of the uh of his their dead father. Oh remember? okay but the, the th- dog jumps out and chases the rabbit into the that's woods. That's right, that's right. Yeah.
1: And they find the fox ran by with the chicken.
2: Fox ran by with the chicken and yeah. then the dog jumps out of the pickup truck that they had because they That's right. Because that's they right. went out there with the friend too. Remember yeah. uh, that one guy? Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: All three of them saw it.
2: All yeah. three of them saw it and they decided to get their guns and follow him into the woods and, to find the dog.
0: Yeah. And then they end up finding an airplane that had crashed and then been just kind of continuously covered over in this yeah. in this remote area. And they go inside, and they pull out a giant duffel bag with $4 million yeah. in it. $4.4 4
2: million. Dollars, God, yeah, Please let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I say that already, so you can't say that. Because you're saying that. diminishes is my chance. I'll split it with you. And Well, it would have went. I'm really lucky, though. We could split it three ways, guys. No. No. I'm the one. I'm I'm in the room, dude. (laughs) It's going to stay at my house, though. Uh, We'll talk
1: about that off the
0: pod. Uh, (laughs) But it's
2: one of those situations that it it would have been a great thing if anyone that had. Anyone that wasn't stupid. It was like two stupid guys and one rational guy that kind of made bad decisions came Uh, across this money, and, you know.
1: Weren't supposed to tell anybody. You have and to leave town. A, a, it it for should no
2: have been reason, the reason, I guess. So what they do? They they come up with the. So plan. They come up a plan. They're going to sit on it. They're going to sit on it for a while until until the plane's found in the spring. And until, and, until, yeah. until, and, until the plane's found, and, in the one, spring, and, if, and if, if no one and if, if no one had, mentions it, they'll they, split it up. They were going to split it up, and they were going to leave town. They were all going to go their separate yeah. ways. So it's, they
0: had a plan. It was a simple plan. That's right. That's
2: right. But you also got the uh, the town drunken scumbag was one of the members of the plan. right? And you yeah. knew you knew right yeah, You off basically the bat. Had And he the told two his wife well, he told town. his wife which yeah. he wasn't supposed to do. Instantly. And then
0: he told Bridget Fonda. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then Billy Bob Thornton wasn't quite sure what to do cuz he was trying to get the scumbag friend was trying to get Billy Bob to well, he was get, kind get of, the money he's, from him. He's
2: always in the middle of uh, of kind of the argument between him and uh, his yeah. brother and, and his and his friend because I don't think fearing. the I
0: don't think the scumbag friend was actually Bill Paxton's friend. No, 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 it, no, it was, wasn't. It, it was, was
2: just. Uh, it was just. He Billy was cordial Ba's.
0: to him because it was Billy Bob's best yeah. friend because he was kind of slow no. and he took him under his whatever.
2: Yeah, what was his character's name? In the, uh, thing I don't remember. Lou. I think it's Lou, right? Lou. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, it's yeah, Lou. That's what it was. Uh, so it starts with uh, initially. Bridget Fonda is like the only kind of uh rational thinking person in the movie. at one point though she she tells she's not on board with it until he like dumps all the money out of yeah. the frigging table uh, <laughs> yeah, and everything. yeah, and but then she says, you sh- you need to go back to the plane. You need to put a substantial amount like five hundred thousand dollars back in the plane that way, when they find the uh, plane, the money's there and they they think no one's come and the money hasn't been touched and this and that so this sounds like a good idea to bill paxton but she says don't tell your brother about it yeah and that was probably the first that was the major stupid move that bill paxton made is he brought his brother yeah because that's when he uh, yeah he encounters the guy in the snowmobile snowmobile, and And what happens there yeah
0: so this guy in the snowmobile all all billy bob thornton
2: had to do was keep lookout Yeah. yeah And
1: he ends up shooting. No, he no, takes he, a tire iron and
0: hits him right. on the back of the head. He ends
2: up hitting him on the back of the head and yeah. killing him. But he's and not quite, ha- no, you're not
0: quite dead. That, well, you don't know that at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Right. But then they were going to stage an accident by like dumping the snowmobile yeah. into the river. Yep. And uh, yeah, then they find out he wasn't quite dead. Yeah, right. so
2: that's the first hiccup. The, yep. uh, the, my favorite scene in the movie, and, and we'll, we'll watching it the other day, I'm sitting there waiting for it. Yeah. Is when they, uh, uh, not as much, uh, when they go back to Lou's house and they've decided they're they're going to they don't can't quite trust Lou Uh, so they decide they come up with this weird cockamamie plan that's gonna they all are gonna pretend to confess uh murdering the guy on the uh on the snowmobile right, and when like, it gets to Lou, they're going to uh, tape him saying it so they can, not that it would hold up in court, but they're going to hold it over Lou's head say, Hey, you play it straight or we got this tape of right. you, and we're going to play it and you're going to get in trouble for <laughs> it and everything. Yes, so this was, scene is, this scene is where the thriller, in yeah, my opinion, yeah, yeah, comes yeah, back. absolutely. And this is my favorite. scene, And, and it would have worked if, Billy uh, Bill Paxton had just played the tape for him over the phone later mm-hmm. or two days later. Don't yeah. well, tell him right there. But he tells him he tapes him confessing to it and then he plays it immediately for him. Yeah, yeah he's got a bunch of guns in the house. <laughs> Freaking and idiot! He, he's drunk as drunk could be. Yeah, and uh, once yeah, he I finds just remember out, his reaction. Like he's well, when he finds out. What? Yeah. At first, he's confused, but when he finds out Billy Bob was part of it, yeah. That's yeah. Where it, that's where he lost it. And he goes into the other room and he grabs a rifle. Shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. Mm-hmm. Pulls it on him and says, You're going to give me that tape. And then at this point, his wife comes down. His wife's screaming. Screaming and yep. yelling. And it's Billy, very chaotic. Billy Bob scene. Thornton goes and gets his rifle. So at some point, there's like the trifecta. Yeah, you got you got the Billy Mexican Bob. Standoff. Yep, you got Billy Bob holding the gun on Lou. Lou's holding the gun on Bill Paxton. Ooh. Bill Paxton's just holding his hands up, saying, yep. Man, don't do this. Put it down. His yep. wife's screaming. Put the. De- uh, the gun, gun down, down, sweetie, yeah. and at some point, uh, Billy Bob gets so scared that uh, well, he's
1: about to shoot him. He's I about mean, to
2: shoot him. He really says, you know, "Say your prayers." Yeah, or something like, like he's that. you like, know it's tense. Too. I, I believe Billy Bob it. thought that he was going to kill him. Yeah, uh, I do too. So yeah. Billy Bob shoots Lou, uh, and uh, just makes the uh, the situation so much worse. But mm-hmm. after that, he remember Bill Paxton goes in and is kind of. Con, uh, containing the wife the wife wants to call 9 nine one one. she's like wait we gotta we gotta decide what we're gonna say and she's yeah. like what the hell are you talking yeah. about you killed him you killed him and for the then, money uh, and then remember she's like yeah for the money and he's yep. like well you can have his half uh, you yep. can have his half part." And yep. she gets so vicious and then ends up hitting the, uh, the shotgun with her foot Mm-hmm. and realizes the shotgun's right below her. So she picks up the shotgun and then Bill Paxton wrestles it away from her. Yep. And is like pointing at her and saying, no, I wasn't going to shoot you. I'm not going to shoot you. And this whole time, remember she's backing up yeah, into the yeah, kitchen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She goes into the kitchen and grabs the handgun and turns and starts firing at Bill Paxton. And, man, in the dark. Too. In the dark. yeah. And then Bill Paxton has, takes one shot at her. And oh my God. She just she was on some wires, up. man. Yeah, no,
1: she got launched up onto the, t- you know, behind the stove yeah. from this and shotgun.
2: Body falls. Yeah. Whatever stunt person did this, they... They took, they a took a digger. it like a chance. They took a yeah. digger onto the <laughs> yeah. ground, man. And then immediately Bill Paxton's got to go into like survival mode and realizes, oh, wait, they had a fight together and they shot each other. So he's like shooting the shotgun all over the place. Yeah. Which pro- would have worked. He
1: could have, but he at the same kind, he could have just left everything the way it yeah. was and said like, yes, I picked up the shotgun. She started shooting at me like there yeah. was confusion, you know. It, you could have gotten away with it right then. Well, you know, know this.
2: This kind of all comes back to the one bonehead move that was made that we didn't mention to you earlier. When they're uh, when they're initially out there and they get oh, the money, yes. and the sheriff ends up seeing them parked on the side of the That's road. Right. Yeah, and they pretending that they were just. They they tell them the truth. The dog jumped out to grab a fox. And we had to get the dog back and everything. Yeah. But then uh, Billy Bob Thornton exits the truck and comes back to where the sheriff is. and says, "Hey, did you tell him about the plane?" Yeah. <laughs> and Bill actions like holy fuck. Yeah. You, him and everyone watching the movie. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> Even oh watching it with God. Justin the other day. Justin like, and Christina, no. at the same point, were like, "Whoa!" Yeah, no, I'm,
1: yeah, like, I, I got upset multiple times
0: during <laughs> the movie. Why would you mention the plane to yeah. him? So
2: it takes us to that third act, yeah. you know, when, uh, when the sheriff shows up. it's almost a
0: tragedy up. if you look at it. Man. Like, how oh, Shakespearean yeah. tragedies, just one bad decision yeah. after another, yeah. after another, you know, to the chaotic end yeah. where It all could have just been avoided if one little thing wasn't have done. It really
2: was a very uh, Coen Brothers movie
3: Mm -hmm. that Sam Raimi did. Mm -hmm.
2: Because Coen Brothers movies are all based on stupid people making bad decisions. It had a Fargo feel to it. It definitely had a Fargo feel to it where it was just way over the top, and then it goes. M- all William the way- H Macy's made a bunch
0: of bad decisions that just kept going on.
2: Yeah. Uh, mm. So I don't know what we want to tell about at, at that point. I mean, that that's might be, That might be a good stopping point yeah. there. The ending of the uh, book is completely different, and it's exciting. And if we if we choose to pick it on, you could tell episode, the ending can, of the book right now. Uh, yeah. Well, the ending of the book is insane. no that will. Uh, uh, take it to a whole other level. That'll just be confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Aliens. It's worth it for everyone to watch because that last uh, act is pretty tense uh, to check it out, so do so. (laughs) All right, my number one, and this was a movie that I loved the second I saw it in the theater. The main actor in it was acting in a way I've never seen him act before, and I I love it, and I uh, go back and watch it regularly, is 1993's Falling Down.
1: That is such a great movie. Such
2: an amazing movie, isn't it? It's oh one of those movies you don't normally think of when you think of Thriller or when you think yeah. of just Michael Douglas movies in general. But Michael yeah. Douglas it transforms was, himself into a different... Not physically, uh, obviously. He really doesn't do that. And often. who was the other the guy uh, playing Robert the cop? Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Duvall. Yeah, Robert oh Duvall gosh. was so good in this, so too. So good. And so you've got this... Uh, and this was, this was the other one I was talking about, being Joel uh, Schumacher, who did a really fantastic job of developing a tone for this movie. And of it being the, the heat. Remember the beginning yeah, of the movie yeah. where he's sitting, the he's sitting in the construction. He's sitting in the construction, and he it really does this great unsettling thing to the viewer where it makes you want to squirm in your seat or it yeah. makes you want to take a shower, and it just makes you really feel what he's experiencing. Yeah. So, what's going on is Michael Douglas at this point is already going through like a mental break. And we're seeing it. We're seeing the exact moment where he but that's like where, where it he starts
1: flips. like yeah you know what I mean but yeah. the, the back story that you find out later on yeah, yeah, like yeah. when they open up the briefcase and like, yeah. you know everything like that and they realize oh, yeah wow. he had not been going to work right. and he had yeah. been
2: uh, because at this point you think he's on his way to work he's got his briefcase but like I said they develop this tone so he's stuck in traffic and there's a fly that he keeps swatting and is sweating balls out mm-hmm. and he sees people in the uh, <laughs> he's car in front. there's kids in the yeah. car in front of him that are fucking with him you yeah. know and there's people honking horns and the, the honks get louder and and louder and the stuff gets louder and all of a sudden, boom! It stops and he opens his door and yep. he just leaves his car in the middle of traffic. He does
0: the Bill Murray, uh, yeah, he yeah. does like Bill <laughs> Murray stripes. He's just like gone yep. and
2: uh, he and people are like screaming, "Hey, where the hell are you going?" And yeah. he just walks over the hill and he walks down and the first place he encounters is the uh, the Korean uh, convenience store, yep. mm-hmm. and that's where you can kind of get a uh, idea of what's going on with him because he's conservative, but he's not like. He he's rational, but he's pissed off the how the world is right now. You know Michael Douglas, where uh, the initial uh, seed of that comes out at the uh, store, where he he wants just change to make a phone call, right? And the guy won't give him. He's got buy something, yeah. And he, that's one level of frustration. He's like, oh okay, and uh, he. Finds out he's going to buy a soda, and that continues the heat thing. You know, he takes it out of the case, and he puts it on his head mm-hmm. and everything, but he slaps it down on the table. And the guy says, like, uh, 68 cents or something like that yeah, yeah. when he needs fit. He says, that doesn't leave me enough for the phone. He says, right. I'm sorry. Says, yeah. that's how much it is. Tough yeah. luck. Yeah. And he's like, he's and like buy is something
0: for my store. You get changed for another dimension of money. Yeah, exactly. And, and
2: then he goes into the rant where he says, like, oh, you're in my country. You should be speaking my language and right. stuff like yeah. that. Well, so
0: he, I just got a deja vu. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then he's uh, he starts... Uh, he now? starts getting a little <laughs> agitated and the uh uh the Korean uh, uh store owner grabs his bat. Yeah. And Michael Douglas grabs his bat from him and uh starts tearing the place up. Just mm-hmm. starts uh clubbing How much in, is this? Clubbing up this. Dollar yeah. 49. And then yeah. he, he destroys yeah. it and then he keeps he asks some prices and oh prices man. until he comes down to the soda and he says how much is it? He yeah. says 50 cents. Yeah. No, at first he
0: says 68. Didn't he ask him twice? Well, he, yeah. he destroyed all the other yeah, stuff. Okay, yeah, got some back to it. Yeah.
2: And then uh, he actually paid for his drink, and he left. Yep. And then he he calls, uh, and it actually gets misrouted at first, the the uh, the call to the police. Remember, they bring him to Robert Duvall first. That's right, yeah. And uh, then he realizes that he's it's crazy. not robbery, because Robert Duvall works robbery. He's like, you paid for the soda? He's, he's yeah. paid for the soda, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, we got to take you to somebody else. Yeah. So I should go into a little of the Robert Duvall stuff. So what's going on with Robert Duvall is he's, he's like a... Pen hacked hect- our, uh... uh- uh, kind of uh, Andy Cap type character whose wife just screams and yells at him and he yeah. just does whatever she wants. And she's kind of in the middle of kind of a, this little mental breakdown of her own. She, He's literally giving up his job at the, uh, the as a cop yeah. to move to uh, Arizona, Lake Havasu, where the uh, That's uh, right. London Bridge was moved, I guess. That's yeah. where London Bridge is. And uh, people are like, why are you moving there? Why are you uh, uh, leaving being a cop? And he's like, yeah, I'm doing it for her and everything. And everyone's, he's kind of a weakling River. Everyone in the department's kind of making fun of him and just giving him shit the whole time, yeah. and uh, they don't much take him too serious. And uh, so he gets wrapped up into this case, you know. And uh,
1: is his name Taggart? Is no, that, that was name? that was Beverly Hathcock. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: I do love Taggart though. <laughs> so. Uh, so, so we're seeing both these kind of things happening at uh, once. So you've got uh, Michael Douglas who really just wants to get to uh, Venice Beach to see his daughter's uh, birthday birthday. party. But you realize Barbara Hershey is the wife, and she's got a... Restraining order mm-hmm. against him, and you realize that uh he's got anger issues and everything, and now it's suddenly coming out and everything. So, really, every person he interacts on his way <laughs> there, he ends up fucking with. So, My it's, it's almost like a series of people he fucks with. So, who My is the ones that give
0: him the briefcase? The guy he gives the briefcase to that was your favorite guy he yeah. fucked with. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, oh. The, hom- the homeless guy yeah. who says, Give yeah! me something,
2: give yeah! me something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I loved, uh it's it's kind of a tie. I love the first one where he comes across the in gang territory where he's sick, sitting on the rock yeah. and he's like uh he's like this is our territory he says uh he says th- he says you know what that says right there? He, he says uh don't you can't fucking sit here. This fucking means you yeah. and he's like it says all that. He says well maybe if you wrote it in English I could fucking understand it. Oh, and then uh he swings the bat at the guy and ends up getting his knife. Yeah. So he's like accumulating weapons yeah, it's everywhere like he goes yeah, like, <laughs> know, like, it's it's grand grand yeah. he screwing with those guys remember they try to um, they try to him. shoot him in the street later on yeah. and they end up crashing the car and he steals their bag of weapons yep. yeah. so then he's got a bag of weapons yep. but remember he's got the scene at the uh the McDonald's that's, mm-hmm. that's uh, is yeah. that your
1: scene I have two of them and I, I'll well, tell I, one of them yeah so yeah, he goes in and he wants to get breakfast, right? He wants to mm-hmm. get like pancakes and eggs and, and they're like, "I'm sorry, sir, we're no longer serving Didn't breakfast." Did this happen in real life? <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> probably. sure it probably <laughs> has. You know, um, they're like, "I'm sorry, we're no longer serving breakfast." And you remember the guy who is taking his order, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god, dude, like his face and everything. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's like 10:31, yeah and they stop serving at 10 30 you know and he like refuses yeah, to do it uh, well i'm sorry you know yeah he's, he's like an 18 year old kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so uh he eventually he orders a burger well does he pull the gun out he first? pulls the
2: gun out and then they all freak out he pulls out like an uzi yeah and uzi the, everyone millimeter. freaks out and then he tells them what he wants and everything and then yeah. he gets pissed at what it looks like remember? yeah and he yeah. pays for it yeah, yeah he, pays he pays for everything. For yeah. And
1: and he opens it up and he says, "Can anybody tell me yeah. what's wrong with this burger?" Yeah. And nobody moves. And you know, like this and he's looking at the picture and this little kid just raises his hand. You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> that's I how they that. cut. It was great. Uh, um, uh, what's your other one? Uh, the golf course. The thing. golf course, man. Yeah, that's another you know, one. That's a that's a good one. One, one
2: of my favorites is uh, we we'll talked about before the golf course because this is where he gets his gear uh, that he's dressed for when he gets there. Is when he goes into the. Uh, the uh, Nazi guys yeah. uh, Army Navy store and oh, it's the guy run right. it's uh, what's his name the guy from uh, Apocalypse now never get out of the boat never get out of the oh, boat yeah, that's right he's also the guy that's from right. 21 jump Street he's, huh. the, uh, the, he's hippie, the main guy hippie the guy hippie guy. guy he looks different in every role you've seen him in and this was the first time I ever saw them saw him completely bald uh, was in this thing and you got to see him be rude to the gay guys in the thing yeah and remember he had heard what was going on in the uh, on the radio so he knew who Michael Douglas was when he came in there he thought he was just this diehard vigilante right-wing nut yeah. who was gonna go out and do <laughs> brother stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly he was yeah. like uh, he was really disappointed when he was yeah. like he's like no you're an asshole i'm just a guy trying to get to see my daughter and everything right. and he pulls him in the back and remember he's showing him like nazi cans of like uh mustard gas. Uh, mustard gas yeah. and yeah. shit like that yeah. and uh, uh he he, he, uh, he ends up uh, he realizes it like he turns ne- uh, that guy turns like crazy when he realized Michael Douglas insults him he doesn't want anything to do with him and he yeah. finds that snow globe in him and he's like what is this uh, what is this faggot shit and then yeah. he like throws it across the, thring, uh, to, and the wall and that was present. his daughter's birthday present and that was his brother's birthday present so it's uh, like killing John
1: Wick's dog oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, yeah someone killed John Wick's dog <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: that's kind of yeah. what sets him off in yeah but But,
2: uh, so then Michael Douglas, you know, he doesn't, uh, he gets the, uh, went up on him because he like, even like turns him around. Like he, this guy's going to rape him or something. Yeah. yeah Michael Douglas, right. it's very tense and Michael Douglas loses it and ends up killing this guy and shoots him and takes a whole bunch of the clothes. And uh, and that's when he walks onto the golf course yeah. after that.
1: And you know, the guys are like, he's just walking across the golf course and guys like, Hey, what's this guy doing? Playing, ac- you know, walking snobby across. Guys. Yeah. yeah. And eventually they're just like, well, hell I'm just going to play. And yep. he's like, and he hits it, you know, and it, I mean, it almost hits. Almost
2: hits him. He's got a duck.
1: Yeah. To knock and and, and so he just, you know, with his bag full of guns, turns and walks to these old, like, you know, just yeah. assholes.
2: The second he pulls the gun out, though, I mean, he's he's already having heart problems. The yeah.
1: guy, you know, and he pulls the gun out, and the guy just falls over mm. and starts having a fucking heart attack, you know, and then he
2: shoots the the cart. Remember? And it yeah. and rolls down and his into, medicine, the, into the water. And
1: his medicine was in the golf yeah. cart. You yeah. know, yeah. He's, he's like, oh. He's
2: like, hearts. he's you see your pills? Where yeah. are your pills? Yeah, Cart. Oh, they're in the cart? Yeah. Well, your cart's underwater. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to die with that stupid <laughs> little hat on. <laughs> Where well, he just doesn't give a shit at a point, yeah. man. Oh, God. That is such a good So movie. good, man. And yeah. then yeah, comes all the way down to like a kind the of pier. showdown uh, at the pier with uh, him and Robert Duvall. It's and sad, man. It's sad. There's yeah, a lot of sad moments to it because you realize that this guy just had kind of a break and remember i love the scene where he's uh he's watching the other guy kind of lose it in the street uh picketing where yeah. he's not i'm not fine fiscally viable or something like that i'm not financially something is what the sign yeah, says keeps repeating remember. it over and over again he's like don't forget me uh and he's like he really can see somebody else kind of getting tore down by the city and the system and everything yeah. and it's yeah it's really a powerful movie and uh michael douglas is a surprise kind of uh, role for him, you know, because you can, if you're seeing it on paper, I'm not sure my mind would have initially went to Michael Douglas.
1: Well, you know, one thing about the game and it, there's a portion in the game where he really starts to get to that dark place yeah. It reminds me very much yeah. of that role. And I don't know if yours was first or mine was. Um...
2: Falling Down was 93. Okay, uh, so I think The Game was, was, was 95. And... Okay, so yeah, yeah. Falling Down was first. If you, want, um, if
0: you want to see him outside himself, watch the Liberace movie.
2: Um, oh, yeah, the Liberace oh, movie. Oh, really? really? It was so... It, it, it'll test you. <laughs> it'll we definitely th- got to do a Michael Douglas podcast. If so you think of back to his early stuff, even like Wall Street or oh, Romancing yeah. the Stone... Uh, War of the Roses, my God. Yeah, War of the Roses, he was so good in that. Oh, so good. Uh, and, uh, because before that, he was just a producer. He produced, uh, he won an Oscar for producing for uh, really? One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest. I didn't know. Yeah, oh, really? he was the main producer on that. and He was the one that got that kind of made and no petitioned the book huh. and he got it. And then he started gradually doing stuff. And remember, he had uh, I think he had was also producing The China Syndrome. That was the one with that. he had
0: acted before that.
2: Uh, before... He had acted... Well, he was in the streets of San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, that was his, uh, he had, that a, was name. His he had a name. He had a name. Yeah, he definitely had a name because of his dad, too. And uh, But he just killed it in this movie, and he still continues to kill it even as, in, like, Ant-Man. As, yeah, absolutely. As, like, the thing. He just comes on. I love these old guys that start off... They know the roles their age they should be playing. He beat throat cancer, you know? too,
0: right? What's that? He had throat cancer. Oh, yeah. He,
2: yeah. He, he overcame throat cancer, and his wife's got some serious uh, bipolar issues and everything, so mm. he's... Uh, uh, can't Jones? Did, wasn't uh, his
0: son arrested for some crazy shit? Maybe too? I can't uh, remember drug trafficking uh, or something.
2: Could be. I'm not sure.
0: Celebrity life,
2: man. Yeah, celebrity life. It's <laughs> all in a microscope. It's, it's just life, you know. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. just yeah. more. Everything is publicized. On there. But then yeah. you're just and on it's, the. It's cover to the next level when yeah. you have that amount of money too. You know, you've right. got you know, all your base or, insta- uh, or uh, needs are taken care of. So it's all. What are we gonna? do with the rest of this dough yeah <laughs> yeah Plain. try and take <laughs> over the world sounds like a difficult problem man. Yeah. <laughs> i uh, hopefully i have that <laughs> all right so yeah that's our thriller man we'll uh we'll definitely talk some more thrillers we definitely got to do an 80s hurler i i was disappointed that sea of love was 1989 man it just missed the cut i would have yeah. had another uh Al Pacino movie in there because i am a huge uh, sea of love fan uh which is another movie a lot of people haven't seen But uh, if you wanna get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us on Twitter at Dupree Podcast and on listening on SoundCloud and on iTunes yeah what else we got <laughs> we got an email at fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com we
1: are still selling tickets to our live broadcast our live broadcast <laughs> $42 Th- oh I was going to say 30 because we were trying
3: to beat our the other live guys. Jaws commentary that's you could sit right. on
2: the, uh, the the couch with us while we yeah. do our commentary sit on, oh, yeah. we sit on the boat Yeah. never get out of the boat that's a great idea that would be great we play it. We play Jaws on like the computer on hell the yeah <laughs> we're doing that's really it. going method I'm not sure I'm right <laughs> <but>. <laughs> But yeah, we'll be back next week. Like I teased earlier, next week's gonna be our uh, our second is it our second actor actress combination pod, so, because yep. we did Gene Hackman and Frances McDermott the last time and that was a yep. great one, and this one is gonna be uh, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis, and they're They've got actually two movies Mm -hmm. in common. I will not mention them. Let you guys think about what movies are. That's Dave's subtle hint. uh, (laughs) But that's a rare movie, man. A lot of people have not (laughs) seen that movie. Over here. Over here. Over (laughs) here. See, Justin doesn't know (laughs) what you're talking about because I know Justin hasn't seen it, Um but uh, we'll see if we can get Uh, him to see it before then because it's super fun. (laughs) It's really silly. It's silly. All right. Until next time. See ya. Later. Toast. Free will. It is a bitch.